Recorded live. Hi there. Um, Central California, is that Lydia? Oops. Hi. Oh, excuse me, you guys. What? What? Oh, okay. 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 So we're straight. Okay. Hello? Isn't it? We had a real light room tonight. Nobody's here. Well, yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Hi, you guys. Does anybody want to talk? Okay. We'll look for... Oh, okay. Hi. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Guest 4. Hi, Northwest. We're going to just... We're going to talk... Hello. Hi, Ann. I think I might have screwed up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you, Glenda. I will. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, Ann, because I had asked you to tell your story tonight, but then I think you said... um, that you didn't want to do it until you were finished with a project, which was right. fine. I just want to make, did I, so tonight was not going to work for you, right? Right. Okay, good. As long as I didn't screw up, because I didn't, you know. <laughs> Mike's going to come in and we're going to talk about, ah, uh, well, PTSD, like we did on the other one, on his call. Yeah. And how applicable that is. Good. Hey, use. Hey. Hey, did Mike have a call tonight? No. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he his posted. Calls, his well, calls he, are Monday, Monday and Thursday. Okay, okay. Why, did you post one? Well, he sent me a, a photo yesterday, and it had something on it like my power's out, or and it had a picture yeah. of a construction thing on it. I thought it was kind of cute. It was funny in a way. <laughs> yeah. Bless his heart. Yeah. That's going to be on tonight. He promised me. Good. It's good to hear. It'd be good to hear him. I haven't heard him on the calls in a while. Mike and Sophie. Mike is very cool. Yeah, he is. He's a good guy. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of open up the room tonight. Someone contacted me today and said that when they're in my in my call, they never get unmuted, and I don't want to do that to people. So, so how are you doing, Ryan? Oh, I'm all right. You know, I, I was thinking earlier tonight was Thursday, and and I seen yeah. MacGyver on TV, and I was like, that only comes out on Friday, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want to come to a call on Friday? Oh, I, 
I mean, I don't mind at all. I mean, you mean the after call? Um, no, I didn't understand what you were saying. <laughs> he, oh, yeah. He was talking well, about MacGyver guiding his Monday through Saturday. Right. <laughs> well, what it was is I thought earlier, I was like, I was thinking it was Thursday tonight. It was mm-hmm. going to be Ella's call, and then I and I seen on TV that TV show was coming on, and then it was Friday. <laughs> um, who's that lady's call that's from nine to or from? Has Mike a call on? Well, every night at um, well nine Eastern, um, six Western. Who is that gal? Gar. You know oh, that talk, talk show. Yeah. Uh. I, I'm not sure of anybody else that has. Well, maybe it wasn't a talk show. She she advertised no, it on. Huh? What, Ann? Is it Julia? No. Uh, I don't I, think that. I'm looking through no. right now to see if I have her. Okay. Wherever it might be. Hey, Ann, is that you, Gold? Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. It's been a very tough week. Ah, uh, I hear you. Mm. Thanks for asking. You're no, I don't welcome. see I don't see anybody that I added. So I I vaguely remember somebody saying that somebody was doing every night. We do basically every night, but Sunday. That's true. The evening, right? Yeah. Early morning. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> we were what still up at ten o'clock this morning. Oh, bless your heart! <laughs> My God. You guys are not getting any sleep, are you? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm getting plenty of sleep. You know, if, if I drink, I get all the sleep in the world. If I don't drink, I don't. But I, I just, I've just i just been going to bed real late up in the morning and sleeping late in the afternoon. That's real good for you, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it messes up your something cycle. Um, like melatonin. Melatonin is only pro- produced from... In your brain from one time to yeah, you know, something like that. Right. Or you're, you know. So. Hey, Linda, you know who is on, on Friday nights at 10? Um, Bad Baby. Yeah. Is she? At 10? Yeah, but that's not who you're talking about, right? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Um, is she on every night? No. No. Oh. I don't know of anybody else on Talk Show that's open every night besides us. I don't either. <laughs> but you said it might not just be Talk Show. Might be. Well, how long else. has she been on? Who's how bad? Long had her... Yeah. Brenda says for a while, I think. Well, I don't know. Maybe I forget what Brenda said. Brenda knows more than I do. I don't remember what she said, but maybe like five years. I don't Hello, this is... Uh, hello, Central Colorado. Hello. Hello, is this Linda? Uh-huh. Linda Arlene um, referred me to uh, your um, song, your podcast. Um, well, that was nice. Yes, and this is regarding the gang stalking. There is. Okay. Uh, I'm Len Rom on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, can't, I can't post any videos because they block me every time. So, uh-huh. <laughs> but be careful. Don't let it work you up too much. You know huh? what they? I said, don't let them work. Don't 
let them work you up too much with that. You know, the lady that went over to YouTube's location the other day, uh-huh. and and she killed a guy. So do you know what? Do you know what that was about? Being, was it related? She said it, was, she said it was because they wouldn't they wouldn't post your post. Oh really? Uh-huh. Well, I wonder what she was posting. <laughs> <laughs> now, there you go. <laughs> well, that's something I hadn't thought of. Yeah, I'm just curious because I know they censor a lot of our stuff and they censor a lot of other stuff and they take down channels if they're, you know, trying to tell the truth. Yeah, seems that way lately. I think they're probably, I don't know, I think somehow the government, well, they came down on Facebook. I have a feeling some things are straightening out. I'm hoping so. I'm, I'm wondering if the large tech companies, you know, who apparently have been fostering this, might be calming down and pulling back a little because um, Mark Zuckerberg did nothing about it, you know, and he knew about it. Yeah, and, you know, until it hits their pocketbooks, they're saying how many billions uh-huh. that, you know, uh-huh. so maybe they might pay attention. Well, my understanding is that at this point, his company has lost $87 billion in value. Oh, a lot of money out of the pocket there. Somebody took a bite of, huh? What? Because that's a lot of money that somebody got a bite of. Yep. And but that's his company. He personally is, I think, down fifty billion. Personally, I could be wrong. It might be five billion, fifty. But you know, several billion. He is personally down now. So I'm hoping that that is. I hope it's telling us something that the big giants can't really get away with this quite so much, you know. Mm-hmm. But they were funneling information to these people that were working for Russia. I'm sorry. That's not cool, you know, unless they share with us that they're sharing that information. You know, don't you think? Well. I just think we should be. Go ahead. We should know where our information is going. Yeah. To, to the lady that said she was being blocked on YouTube, the thing to do is just go over to live stream and put your videos there and expose YouTube for censorship. Um, it's actually, I think uh, my phone is hacked, and that's how they're blocking it, because I can go on YouTube at work, right. <laughs> and but I'd have to download on my computer at work, and I don't want to do that. Oh. So okay. I, I have, you know, I did put a video on there. It was just a basic one. And I looked, and it was it was gone. So it's got to be coming off of my cell phone that they went on YouTube, and they, I think they took it off there. So it could actually be the AI hacking into your system, also. Yeah, I, 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 they're they're into everything. They're hacked on everything. My cell phone, my computers, my TVs, you name it, they're on it. I know they are. Yeah. Yep, and I know they use satellite. Um, yeah. Tracking us, and they also use uh, some kind of lasers because I've had some DEW that was like precise. I'm like the only way they can do that is they're doing it by lasers. So right. Anyway, but I'm sure I'm not the only one out there. Oops. Oh no! Oh, you're not. Oh my goodness, you're not. I know. It, it seems like it's getting more common. It's getting worse. Yeah, but I think, frankly, I think be, I think it's going to get better. I can't. Cross our fingers. I and, you know, I'm a firm believer in prayer. 
I believe, you know, God had told me, you know, we don't use weapons. We use prayer. Huh? And, you know, if, I don't know if everybody believes, you know, especially the targets believe in God, but I surely do. And prayer oh. is the answer because we can't fight back any other way, to be honest, without getting ourselves in trouble. Mm-hmm. So prayer is powerful, but you got to believe. Oh, I agree. Well, God will lead the way, I think. I didn't believe in God at all before um, before I got sober. And when I realized how how integral he was, what an integral part of my getting sober he was, God was. Uh-huh. And it couldn't have happened otherwise. Couldn't well, let me tell you one sober. thing. I have a friend that was um, uh, an alcoholic, and I would go with her, to, you know, for support to... Um, huh? With the, with the classes, and everyone said that it was God that helped him through it. There was no other way but that God helped him through the ones that made it through. You know what I mean? Yep. So he's powerful. Just putting it out there, he is. Yep. And well, you know, given that he created everything around us, exactly. he sure did. He created the planet. I mean, you look at the solar system, the trees, the water, the space, everything. You really think man created that? There's a higher intelligence. Oh, no kidding. Because it's beautiful. And you know what? It it is just beautiful what he created. And I do know that he is brilliant. Some of the stuff I've seen, I'm like, oh, my God, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because he is brilliant. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube, you know, with the... uh, the, and Christian TV, and it's blowing up with him coming back. You know, they're saying he's coming back, he's coming back. Of course, they've been saying that for years, but I believe it is getting really close. So letting people know, especially he says there's a couple things that have to happen for him to come back, and that's, number one is that sin has covered the earth, and I believe it has. <laughs> and another thing the is, is the gospel. What's that? What, what, what covers the earth, did you say? I says one thing for him to come back is yeah. the sin has to have has to be covered. Uh, the earth has to be covered with sin, oh. and I think we all oh. know that that it has, you know, worldwide. Um, another thing is that the gospel has to be spread, so everybody has been told or knows about it, and that's happening, I believe, too. Also. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. Mike is here. Hi, Mike. Hi there. Hey. Mikey. Hi there, I'm here. We're waiting for you. You're waiting for me? I'm waiting for you. Oh, no. I'm sorry I kept you waiting. I I was doing a couple of things at the same time. Oh, all right. No, don't worry. (laughs) Well, I I think there's going to be a few people on here to to say hello to you. Hey, Mike. I hope so. How are you tonight? Yeah. Who, Linda? Me? Um, So-so. I got a a thing going on with my leg again. Oh, uh, no. Really painful. And I think it has something to do with my putting lighting all around my house. I think I'm being punished for that or something. Putting what, lighting? I've got lighting all around the house now. Too bad. Yeah, that's that's the best best thing you can do. Well, that's my own safety. I get to take care of it. That's but right, and, and it, it's all, also, if you think about it, it's for your neighbor's safety because if someone's milling around or lurking around the perimeters of your property, huh. they'll be able to see them too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
Yep. And also exactly. spin it that way. No, I think I have so. a little trouble. I had a temporary little hemorrhage problem. I had too much anticoagulant, so I had... Yeah, too much what? Too much what? Anticoagulant, so I had a little... Oh. <laughs> it's one of those things. Oh. <laughs> so I had to stay in for a couple of days. Sophie's not happy with me. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hemorrhaging is not a little thing. No, it isn't. And you know what? The worst is, and with a nose like this, it's hellish. Are the nosebleeds because they start and it's just incredible and I can't even make it you know mm-hmm. home or I can't even you know catch it fast enough so I don't want that to be you know seen outside everybody will start you know it'd be a hen party about that too as you know <laughs> aside from the other things they make up you know they're just yeah, they'll, they'll show up with red stuff coming out of their nose you know? is it Mike that gets that gets the nosebleeds do you, are you in a in a humid area or are you in a dry no, it's from it's from blood thinners. I have to take temporary uh, anticoagulant medication, and I forget. Oh, gotcha. I, and what happens is, if you drink, if you eat certain vegetables or drink V8 or different things like that, it alters how much you need. How oh. much you need? How much anticoagulant medication you're supposed oh. to take? Because there's a lot of vitamin K in vegetables and vegetable juices, and that is a, a counteract uh, blood thinners. So then if, if that happens, if you take too much, uh, eat too much of that stuff or drink too much of V8, which I like V8 juice, um, they give you extra couple, you know, another milligram of, of the medication, and then, you know, it's, they overshoot, and that happens. It's, it's so weird. your blood count becomes thinner? Yeah. Right there, okay. Uh, <laughs> I love V8 juice. I do, too, and it's the best way to get vegetables because a lot of times I don't feel like, you know, cooking or eating the other ones, and... Right. Or yeah. Right. And and so, you know, it was one of those things. So I, I just, you know, it's just I'm in, no, between, in, be, in between here. That's no problem. Vitamin K um, makes the b- blood coagulate, right? Yes, it does. Okay, so it makes it okay. not not mm-hmm. run out of your out of your scars that much. Right. Yeah? Right. Right. So right. vitamin C makes it thicker. Is that right? Vitamin K. No. Oh, vitamin, vitamin K. K. Okay, makes it thicker. Broccoli, so that, anything okay, greens so, yeah, like okay, so like collard kind of greens or spinach, or or uh, uh, things like that. Kale, uh, watercress, V8 juice. Um, that's all got a lot of vitamin K in it, and <clears throat> so they tell you be careful when you're taking things like Coumadin or Luvenox, which is an injection yep. of um, of uh, blood thinners. You know, be careful because it'll it'll upset with your dose, and and you know I forget sometimes. Or interesting. Yeah. When I had when I had that major fall, you know, in my garage, yeah. Yeah. and got my, my, yeah, got my head cut. Um, it was gushing blood for two days. It should not. It wasn't that big a deal, but it would not oh, stop. Oh no, it's a, it's a well, terrible that's, deal. That's what I was. That's why I was. Ta- that's when I was taking so much turmeric with cucumin in it because it um, it helps you not have well, it's essential blood. And it also reduces swelling, and those are all things I wanted to do. So, but I went went overboard. Did not stop stop bleeding forever. No, and that was very. Uh, I was very concerned. Alcohol thins your blood, also, Linda. Were you drinking when you fell? Uh-huh, right, right. No, I've had. You better watch it then. You better watch it then, because if he ever slips and falls or cuts himself shaving, he's done for. True, <laughs> true. That's yeah, alcohol thins your blood. Yeah, <laughs> you got a point there. That was very funny. 
I don't know. The fumes, are coming, the fumes are coming through the holes now. i got to hang up. What? Oh. <laughs> no, actually, the I little devil. <laughs> Okay, Kyle is with us. Kyle, I'm going to unmute you if that's okay. I'm going to unmute. There you go. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> I'm so glad to see you here. Are you going to talk? Can you hear us? I don't hear I'm us. not sure. I don't hear him either. Is that um, Kyle, the infamous Kyle? Yeah, yes, that's our is. Kyle, yeah. The Wolverine? The, the yeah. infamous Kyle. There you go. Oh, there's Kyle. At, yeah, I turn on my computer. I don't have the headset in, but I'm still like, since I do have a headset spot, my phone thing shows. Huh? I had to put my, my headset thing in. Well, you're infamous sounding Kyle. very good. You're sounding uh, very good. Yeah, I try and sound good during this. <laughs> I mean, there's no more of that wobbly, bubbly sound, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My new computer, I, I got it fixed. Oh. Um, yeah, a couple weeks ago. So I'm not I'm not using that old computer anymore. Oh. So the uh, the software with this one works better with TalkShoe, and it's harder for my attackers to mess with it. Hey, Kyle, hey, I, Kyle, this hey, is Ben I, um, I see a lot of your YouTube videos. How do you keep uh-huh. them off of your computer from messing with your computer? Um, I I do my YouTube videos on my phone and then I upload them by my phone because I used to make them. I used to do my YouTube videos off my phone and then I would uh, upload them on the computer. Uh-huh. Um, but they stopped that. They somehow at the loading point they would just freeze it up so that it would load to like ninety nine percent. Oh. And then okay. never. So they were freezing up your what, computer. Yeah, that's why I have to do um, little 15-minute videos. Because I used to be able to do, like, two-hour videos and just put them all up at once, put put the whole two hours up, you know, at one time. Uh-huh. And yeah. so now since I have to upload it from my phone, I have to, I have to cut them up into 15-minute videos. Gotcha. So, do you use a iPhone? I'm just curious because I can't load uh, any videos on uh, YouTube. I've tried and tried, and they block them, and they, well, they find some way to... Whatever. Not mm-hmm. on your phone. You you don't have like. Do you have if you have a camera on your phone, make the video on your phone, and then you'll have these little options to upload to different places like Facebook or YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, it seems like if they could have if they could have blocked mine, they would have. Uh, they definitely still don't let me upload them on the computer, which I've tried a million times because. Okay. It really screws me up because, like, I'm making a video and I'm thinking, okay, I'm at 15 minutes or I'm at 30 minutes, and I'm going to have to upload 15-minute sections. So so instead of just sitting there for, like, an hour just talking about things, which is what I was good at at first, you know, to get my own thoughts out and kind of talk about some issues that we deal with, and that's when I'd get to really good things. Instead, now I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get on there. i got to make sure I'm, I'm within the 30-minute time range. If I go to an hour, I'm going to have to upload four different parts, so that's going to take forever. You know, so it's really, um, yeah, it has kind of hurt the video making. It's really pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, but I, mine have, like, my attackers have protocols where, like, they could stop me from getting on these talk she calls. Uh-huh. Like, they could they could shut it down on my computer. Um, but they have certain things that they want me to do. Like that they think will they'll use them in the long run, or or they're or just to show me that they don't even care. Like we don't even care about 
that, you can go do that, and it's not going to help. Or either that, that they're taking data so they can hear what we're saying, so they, you know what I mean, so... Well, you got, you got, I mean, for, for this call, we're all remote neural monitored. So you've got exactly. all of our teams and they are all listening to everything everybody's saying, not even from on the computer. They're doing it on the computer, but they're also doing it through surveilling us and what we're hearing and seeing. I mean, that's, I mean, maybe some of us don't have that. I know I have that. Um, so, I mean, the, the way that they're getting information, it's like... A question for you. Yeah. is ha- anyone found any way to block that? The remote neural monitor? Uh-huh. Well, well, I know how you can... The, well, and, 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 well, too, Linda, is the Dave CD, it cuts into the bioirrelevant feedback loop. So, remote neural monitoring is using the signals that they're getting back. They're, they're, they have this frequency. They're shooting at, at our head and our ears. They're receiving signals back, and the, the signals that they can send are determined by how, how strong those signals that they're receiving are. So if you use Dave CD, you're breaking up that bioelectron bio- feedback loop. You're making the signals that they're receiving a lot, um, a lot weaker. So it's, it's like so if they're like checking out what you're looking at or your visual cortex or something like that, their readings are going to be a lot weaker coming back. So Dave CD actually does uh, interfere with remote neural uh, monitoring, but does it take it away from them? You know, I mean, I don't I don't think that it completely blacks out them getting any signals back from our brain. But you think called that, it, what did you call it, ACD? Oh, Dave okay, CD. Okay, well, you know Dave, what, we're Dave, not going to you guys. Um, I asked you Mike here to talk about some of the... Um, some of the okay. aspects of, of targeting and how it how it gets into our heads and what it does to us. Okay, so we, we the thing is what you're asking them is a lot of great questions. It's just as a it's a oh big that's fine. Question. I can I can ask you uh, um, Kyle well, on uh, YouTube or something. Yeah, at, oh, or at gmail dot com. Get Dave CD. I can give you his number. Every TI on here, try Dave CD for at least two weeks or a month or something. It's the only thing that keeps me, like, I'm getting hit hard and tortured, and it's really horrible. My body is just so tired. I don't, you know, I don't, I, it takes me an hour to get out of bed in the morning. But um, Dave CD really does keep it at bay. It keeps a lot of the things that they're doing to our nervous system and our autonomic nervous system, our peripheral nervous system. It, it breaks up that signals to and from the brain little little relationship they're trying to create with our nervous system and brain mm-hmm. it, it is just it won't fix everything they learn little ways to get around it and to make it less effective but they've never made it 100 percent ineffective for me and i okay. feel like that is such an important thing to get mm-hmm. is number one number you one can- sorry linda i just wanted to see if there was anyone out there that knew that they can stop that, and if there was some kind of a perimeter type of a, yeah, that's a, fine. a signal jammer, because I know you can't have a real jammer because it's illegal, but we can have like well, a, a perimeter jammer, jammer or something. Yeah, we're not so sure it's so totally illegal though, because um, I read that if it's only if it's only if it goes no further than ten feet from your property, uh-huh. then it is legal. So oh. I don't. Know. Maybe we should look into that actually. You know, but I, I, what, what I want to, okay, go ahead. 
ahead, I was just going to ask uh, Kyle if he takes a B12 supplement. That would give him energy. I do. I do, man. I take, well, I haven't been taking the B12 because I take so many supplements. I'll take it every now and then. Oh, okay. Um, but I take, I take a, um, adrenaline supplement and a, um, what's the adrenaline and your, um, and your lymph nodes, what's your, what is that? What's your, what's the other endocrine? Well, don't that, don't that keep you awake, that adrenaline? No, because like I'll take it, you know, when I wake up. Oh, okay. Dude, and I have such a weird, like I'll, I stayed up for like 30 hours the other day and then I slept for like 20 hours. Yeah. Like because my I'm so scared to go to sleep because they hurt like they're starting to hurt my kidneys. Yeah. And like as long as as long as Dave's CD is on, it's it's kind it's better. I'll wake up kind of sore, but it's not that bad. But like I slept for 20 hours, so Dave's CD lasted for 12 hours, and then the, the next eight hours I was still sleeping without it on, and I woke up this time like my kidneys hurt so bad, and the the high pitch sound was like the stinging my head and um yeah so i mean that's why i really recommend dave cd because i wake up kind of sore but it's like it really keeps the high pitch uh sound down somehow um and i just think it does things that we don't even know because my my attackers will will attack that thing but um yeah yeah, my sleeping's really messed up you know that's a low down dirty shame that anyone nobody should be scared to get in their bed and go to sleep yeah. Oh, this is no. This is incredible genocide and torture. Yeah. And like, I went to my psychiatrist, and it's like I would. I, I usually don't talk about the V2K a lot, but I was so frustrated, and I wasn't like you know wigging out or being stressed out. I was just like, man, this chatterbox V2K. It's like voices to my skull all day long. And I think how they do it is they take things in real time, they put them into an automated program of things they've said, and then they put it on a roll to where. You're just hearing, and she was like, "Should we up? Should we? Uh, should we uh, increase your geodon? Uh Like, so I mean, like in in my psychiatrist, like she's watching me carefully, like where she's not really saying she doesn't believe, but then it's like then I start talking about a certain thing, and like I'm being mur- we're being murdered, and then we're being watched by society. I mean, right. this is well, we're I mean, being we, tracked like animals. That's what I feel like. We're being tracked like animals, and that, like yeah. you said, it's a dirty shame but, and. But then we're being murdered too, like tracked like tracked like animals, okay. But then we're being murdered okay. and giving less respect. Yeah, it's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's murdered. You're right. It's murder. Right. Yeah, right. Definitely. Murder. Well, right. Okay, Mike. I don't know which one is you. I've got one. I've got a pirate Mikey in here, and I've got the real. Oh, that's the first one is fine. The first one is fine. You can undo hey, both of them because one because one phone will fail. <laughs> And I'll have to go on the other one. Hey, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Hello there. Somebody said, hey, what? Mikey, was that Luda? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hello when are you coming back home? <laughs> I'm trying to. When? Trying, but I don't know. No one sent me a letter yet. No one sent me a note that says you're... Well, you're call trying. them up every day until they get sick and tired <laughs> of hearing from you. They'll send you all kinds of letters. That might be. I might have to do that. You're right. You're right. Keep bug, keep bugging them. Yeah, because they know that um, uh, the only requirement that I have is a first floor place by the woods. That's it. Right. And I just got my Section Eight voucher, so they should be happy. Oh, good. Yeah. 
So. Right. Did I know that? <laughs> I got yeah. I got a I got a proof for what's called a Section Eight Housing Choice Voucher, which means it hurries up the process, and and my cool. rent is never more than thirty between twenty five and thirty percent of my income. That's good news, Mike. For me, it is. You better believe it. <laughs> yeah. So he's in a hurry to get back to the woods. Yes, I am. I am. I'm, I I tried to. You know, I tried this because it was uh, available. But you know, even though it's out in the country, technically, I still live in a in a village. So I'm in the middle of actually more traffic and more trucks and more machinery and stuff than I was in the other place. Believe it or not, I'm actually. Where are you at, brother? I live in a in a country town in upstate New York called Warsaw, New York. Oh yeah, well I knew you were in New York, but I thought you said you moved. I did move, but I was I was uh, in a outside of Buffalo to begin with. I should have stayed there. Okay. But I was offered a housing uh, option in the country, but the country is not the same. The country means in a village. Right. That's not the same, and the village here is very small. Of course, it's a village, and it's very tight. You know, it has to be, and there's a lot of traffic, a lot of vehicles, a lot of uh, trucks, a lot of, and I'm on a main state road, so it's it's the opposite of where I came from. Believe it or not, for being a, a small village, whatever, 3,500 people, um, it's really it's really busy. And he gets really lots busy. of snow, more than me. I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it snowed here today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it snowed, it snowed here today. too. Yeah. Here. We're going to have snow for the next week. Yeah, and it's about, I think it's 30 right now. Oh, forget it. The temperatures is freezing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to go back to the, 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 the uh, Audubon woods and the lakes and the and the geese and the ducks and the whatever else. Yeah, it's yeah. much nicer here. I know, I know, but I had to, I had to see. I, I was on a waiting list, and, <clears throat> and and with that, you need places like that. I'm going to try to segue into that. We need places that are healing and helpful to us because we're all suffering from something called complex PTSD. And, you know, and, whether, and whether the therapists or anybody wants to know it or not, whether they want to realize it or not, for something as, as specialized and tight of a niche as, as TIs have to endure, we are undergoing complex PTSD on, on an hour-by-hour, minute-by-minute um, basis. It's really a, a, a part it's one of the tactics that are used against us that are that is is the uh, most um, has the most uh, erosion eroding effect on the quality of our lives every day. Right, uh, negative, not only the targeting and the thought. weapons and the, everything else, but this also because you can never really heal as you're trying to go along and try to survive it. It's a hard thing. Right. Well, I it think is. too the fact that the fact that you brought it up, Mike, was wonderful because I'd never associated <coughs> it to, although you'd think one would. Because um, it's pretty obvious we are suffering from a, a very traumatic situation. And they're counting on that. They're counting on us yeah. not getting the, the, the cred. They're counting on people not getting the validity that they need, the validation. and, and the, Getting the what? They're counting on the fact that we will be denied all that validation and, and whatever. The reason we're... The reason we're this, or the reason it sounds like a good idea to me, any good term, because it does explain. People know what PTSD is. I mean, they, of course course they, they do. They know it exists. They know that, they, you know, know. they sure already they know. know it. So it's not something that we have to go into many terms to explain to them how we're getting, you know, like this burn over here, that burn over If we just say, you know, it, it causes PTSD, and then you read the, which, Mike, you're going to read the same thing tonight, right? Did you read right. on your call? The symptoms? Right. When, then when right. you read the symptoms, 
you know how much we are all um we are all getting hit with this kind of trauma that causes all kinds of unfortunate symptoms which from what I've heard and from what I feel I know we suffer from. And it's not that it's a we're not saying it's only PTSD. We're just kind of trying to put it in does that make any sense? <laughs> just trying to kind of get it into something where we can just say PTSD. Well, if you want. It's just and, and it, it, that, that's that's because it's like we we have uh, what Mike's saying, complex PTSD, and then it's mixed in with a lot of the things that they're doing with remote neural manipulation. You know, with our mood and certain thoughts that you, you know, if you were traumatized, you know, consistently, that might happen, but they're throwing in stuff like, you know, mind mind manipulation frequencies that or affecting certain regions of the brain, so it like all get gets mixed in. You know, it would be well, it'd be it'd be harder. Call it, we could call it extreme PTSD extreme. Yeah, you know? like pumped up on steroids. You know exactly PTSD on steroids. Can, can you hear me? Can they keep can you hear me on Hello. I can hear you, Mike. Oh, all right. I'm going to switch to this phone. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> It just took me two hours, Linda, to get my armor on to live through the night. Two hours. Oh, wow. oh wow. right. And, and look at what the people look at what people have to go through. They, they, how many people don't have a normal anything near normal daily life or anything near normal bedtime or uh, a quiet time or nap? You know anything you could think of. Like like Luda just said, a lot of people do that. They takes them a good hour or two just to put all the stuff on that might help them that night. And even then, they might have to move once or, or more times in the middle of the night, uh, or try something different, or pull on, or take off a whole bunch of other things, or let's try this and then roll over or face south or face north or whatever the hell else it is. And and the thing is, all this stuff combines and it, and it really erodes on your on your well-being and, and it erodes on your ability to try and heal yourself and deal with the things that might come up the next day. Yeah, and that's and, the whole and, process, I believe. And, and deal with the stuff that's already happened to you because everyone that you go to, most everyone you go to, will say, no, I don't believe there is such a thing. No, I don't believe Well, it. they won't believe until it happens to them. Well, the, the idea is that we have to – it doesn't – and I'm trying to tell people, look, it doesn't matter right now. I know it's important for us, us to validate it, but it doesn't matter when we communicate with the, with the therapist or the outside people what is causing the trauma. The symptoms and, and the, the, the reactions are the same. And so they should help try to, to treat these things the same way. It doesn't matter what it is. If you were in a fire or a natural disaster like a mudslides or floods or whatever, those well, things are, are all, all initiating of traumas, but the thing is the process of trying to heal it and realize it and go on are the same. So they should at least give you the, the credibility of trying to help you do that in the meantime, not just say, my, no, no, we have to, don't talk about that. Forget it, forget it. What? My, well, uh, my, my psychiatrist actually does. She actually, even Good. though she really doesn't believe everything that I'm saying is happening, um, you know, like the other, my last appointment, she was like, oh, well, you are and we're very intelligent. And she, she, she always says, I want to, um, you know, I want to help you with your trauma, with your trauma, with your depression, with your anxiety, because I can tell That's you right. have and I give things. them credit. I give them credit for that. You're one of the few that that does happen with. Right, a right. Few, a few, right. few. Right. I'm glad because, you know, that, that doesn't always happen. At least you've got, you got to give them credit for trying. 
Yeah. Yeah. Very rarely right. happens. You know. Oh. I feel like really you gotta happen? like even even to get somebody even to get a person who's like not even saying anything who's not totally swatting you down on everything you're saying. You have to be very very logical. You have to talk on a level that you know that's you know not too far out there. Even if the no, too far be, out there is to, true. Right. And you have to be very detached from from your feelings of the 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 anger and the. And the, the the whatever that comes with all the stuff that you've been through already, you have to try and detach from it and speak to them in their languages, just kind of clinical and detached, and say, well, look, I ha- I really need treatment for this 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 and this, and and like you say, you, we have to try and and clean up the language that we're using and 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 tidy up everything, kind of pretty it up for them to try and digest it because they have no uh, prior experience with this and they're so resistant. So it's mm-hmm. it's a really it's a hard it's a hard it's a hard row to hold on, on both sides. And you have to give yourself credit, anyone who's trying to do that, because um, there's no one out there who, who will most of the time give you any, any help. So that's why we're trying to get people to realize that if you look at the diagnostic criterion for PTSD and, and complex or C, capital C, PTSD, those, almost all those things fit almost every one of you who comes on the calls. <laughs> so, yeah, so, it's uh, <clears throat> It, it really does describe what we all talk about, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, too, too, it's a little easier, I think, because when you want to tell a doctor something, you know, you, you don't want to really say I'm a TI because that puts us in the, you know, they, that makes them think we're crazy. We're not crazy because since PTSD already is a very well-known term, and, you know, it, it, would, it would make... Maybe it would give them an app and they could go down. You know what I'm saying? They could they could follow that one down to helping you as far as right. getting over what happens to you. You know? Right. I think that's My primary yeah. was very uh, questioning of this thing for, I'd say, about six months. Then when I came in with the most severe burns he'd ever seen, uh, <laughs> he says, "Oh, what did you? What did you get that from?" Oh, I just—I said I stood in front of a blast furnace, opened up the door, and look what happened. And <laughs> you know, I—I I have to make a joke out of it because it's—it's it's so stupid that I can't even be serious about it anymore. <laughs> so then he finally said, "Oh my God, that's the worst. That is radiation burns." I said, "Of course it is. It's below the surface, and I'm in humongous pain. I'm still battling that right now. I'm on." I'm still trying to survive it because well, of infection. You have to worry about the, infection. The, the inside out, so that's kind of what they're doing. They're burning it from the inside out. <sighs> yep. Well, I'm giving it my best shot. Let me tell you, they're having a hell of a time. I'm fighting every inch of the way. Of course they're going to win, but I'm I'm going to stay as long as I can. They're not going to win. You're well, they're doing a good job right now, let me tell you. Well, like I no. tell everybody, we all got to unite in prayer. Prayer is the best weapon, and I know, you know, I don't yeah, know how the, religious everybody is, but I do know no, that is a major weapon, you guys, so. This is not a call that is, is religious, though. I, I know, I know, but I, I've got to tell people, you know, and like I was telling that gal that she was saying that, that um, you know, she she was having alcohol issues and stuff. And every one every one of those classes I went to, they said that God is the one that got him through it. So you know, you take it for what it is. But oh, I think God is very powerful. 
Oh, yeah. you know, it's a big subject where we're, you know, on subjects so far just to figure out how to, you know, how to address things with a doctor, you know, mm-hmm. so we can get them out. The thing is, you won't get, if you come in with PHSD that tells them that you're under stress, tells them that, you know, you're, tells them you're under stress, um, and maybe they'll be more inclined to work with you than if you said you were a TI, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I never use the word targeted individual, but I talk all about it. So, I mean, yeah. any any person that's ever known about it knows it, but I never use that word with medical people. Yeah. Oh, so you just, how do you explain it to them? I, I may ask. I give never... them all the symptoms. I mean, I've been dizzy for over eight years, 24-7. Um, I don't know how it is to walk straight. If they ever let me walk in a normal way, I wouldn't know how to walk. Wow. I'm so used to compensating for being dizzy all the time. And then I go into all the symptoms, and I usually have notes. I always bring notes to the doctor, and I always bring questions. And I'm, I'm blind, so I have it all in Braille, and I just zip down through, and I read off my symptoms, and I call it symptoms and effects. And I list everything, and I go with everything so that I can talk about it quickly because they only want to give you 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Sometimes I get a half an hour. So I have to talk very fast, and I always bring him a lot of stuff to read, probably 30 pages of typed stuff to enhance his background in this whole problem. And I also throw in a few things about good health and vitamins because they don't know a thing about vitamins, let me tell you. So I do supplements, about 10 pages and about 30 pages about targeting. And I try to educate them, you know, like I'm a teacher. I'm a traveling teacher. Understood. Thanks, Mike. Um, But do you want to go ahead, Mike, and, um, and read that, or do you want me to? It's up to you. Your voice is better than mine, but we can share. I would rather you do it. <laughs> now you go. You go. You please. You'd, go you'd rather I do it? Sure. Yeah, I would. Let me take a look here. Let me see what I where I sent it to you. Let me take a look here. I'm trying to do a really, couple things. Well, this was kind of an eye opener for me too. When I when I heard the symptoms for PTSD and identified with so many of them, um, you know, I mean, some people commit suicide for PTSD. It's not a lightweight term, even though some people may think it is. It's not, you know. People, a lot of the military do that. They come back and they have exactly. Okay. Okay, Mike. Hold on. We'll be right back. And this Hold one on. is by the um, Nash, This is you done uh, put out by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. So it's not. It's not. Uh, uh, it's a reliable site, and yeah. it's something that's very complete. Yeah. So if you want me to, so I, can, I, can, I can read a few of them all for you. Sure. I would very much appreciate it. Well, I'll try and make it quick because I know that people are... No. Other, <laughs> no. But here, here's an example. During long-term traumas, the victim is generally held in a state of captivity physically or emotionally, according to Dr. Herman, physically or emotionally or mentally. In these situations, the, victor, the victim is under the control of the perpetrator Unable to get away from the danger. And that's, wow. And that's how we feel. You know, don't you guys? I mean, we feel like we can't leave our house. We'll never get away from them. The examples of such traumatic situations are concentration camps. Wait a minute here. 
Let me see if I did this right. Go back to this here. I just want to mute one phone. I'm using one phone to read, uh, to talk into, and one phone to read off of, and it's echoing. Okay. So I don't want to give you that. That's no okay. I'm right here. It's, but it's I will making me dizzy. It's well, making me around dizzy too. I. Yeah. Um, examples of such are uh, concentration camps, prisoner of war camps, prostitution brothels. Long-term domestic violence, long-term child physical and emotional abuse, long-term child sexual abuse, organized child exploitation rings. Basically uh, abuse your whole life or basically abuse for a, you know, a long period of time. Right, and sometimes because this is part of, of what happens when you, when you are targeted at a young age or come from a, a family, that has these kind of things in them, you you don't even recognize it as abnormal. That's the problem. You don't recognize it as abnormal, and your system, your physiology, your body adapts to it in in, a, in an abnormal way. You're always geared up for the next uh, the next crisis or mini crisis or 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 a false crisis because yep. your abusers are ready to always throw a crisis feeling onto you to try to control you more. You know, you've been bad, or you you know, uh, this is your fault, or uh, you know. You're not behaving the way I want, or we can't, you know, whatever. Guilt or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and I think and we so, do feel like we're in a prison camp. I really of do. course you are. Of course you're going to feel like that because you can't even have the privacy of your own home. You can't have the privacy of your own communications. And for people with, which is most of us, subliminals or B2K or R&M, whatever you want to call it, we don't even have privacy of mind. Exactly. exactly. That's why I was asking Kyle about some kind of perimeter jamming, jamming because I know regular jamming is, um, you know, I heard illegal, but if there was a perimeter jamming, at least you'd have the privacy of your own thoughts, you know. And, and right, and and you know, for people that that say I, I don't get V2K or I don't get R&M or whatever, I never hear it or whatever. Um, a lot of times, it's it's in a subliminal mode that might mimic your. Your quiet, uh, your own voice of your own inner thoughts, or, or even sadder still, uh, the the when you have uh, a religious uh, uh, moments, private religious moments with yourself, or spiritual moments, you're praying maybe to a deity, or having to you know have some spiritual um, words you want to talk, you know, say to your inner with your inner voice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people get really upset when they realize that that own inner voice is actually something else. And someone else that has never belonged there, but has managed to sneak its way in with your own inner thoughts. And I think that's when a lot of people, the trauma chain really gets set off because they realize, wow, my my mind is not my own anymore. My my solitude is not my own anymore. That. But that doesn't mean that it's it doesn't mean that it's 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 invincible. It doesn't mean that you can't overcome that. It's just that your realization it's very it's very shocking to people. It's very traumatic. Right. And my people. thing is is if they're gonna listen to my mind, they're gonna hear a thing or two. <laughs> well, mine, so, they, they, listen I, they, away. I've even made up. That's right. I've even made up words so they can listen to all those things. Anything I say about them, they know how I feel. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Exactly. You're gonna hear a thing or two, and you know, be, me being religious, I pray the crap out of them, man. <laughs> and, and so what happens is, too, there's additional symptoms that are seen in complex PTSD. And it is an, indiv- an individual who experienced a prolonged period, month to year, months to years, of chronic victimization and or total control by another may also experience the following difficulties. 
Emotional regulation includes persistent sadness, suicidal thoughts, explosive anger, or inhibited anger, which I call, you know, um, mean people suck, nice people swallow. All right. And um, did you say that again? Well, how did you? No, he doesn't need to say that again. <laughs> mean people suck, nice people swallow. Yeah, we all we know what that means. Yeah, we already heard it. Um, I learned that from well, my mother. Swallow the BS, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and consciousness includes your your consciousness is interfered with. Includes forgetfulness, forgetting traumatic events, which is what they count on a lot of times. If you think about it. They want us to forget all the little things, all the little cuts of, of 1,000 cuts along the way because there's so many of them. When we actually go to tell our stories to ourselves or on paper or on a call, there's a lot of it that we've left out because there's so much of it that our brain protects itself by trying to forget a lot of it because it's, it's so upsetting. It's natural. Yeah, no, that's... We don't when, you can't get, when you can't get any continuity to what happened, when you right. can't remember it, you know, it's like right. it's very hard to put it. It is, and, it, and it's better if you sit down sometime when you feel clear-headed or stronger and try to make your own timeline from, I don't know, whatever bits and pieces you have of your history that, that might help you, documentation or, or medical records or whatever that helps because, um, you know, we're, we're actually in a situation where we're not capable of keeping a clear timeline, and it's not your fault. Yeah. Well, we can't because no, they're interrupting it. They just... Right, and, and, and when... And, when you're exposed, and, and, and unfortunately, even the support calls, sometimes when and people are talking about their, their situation or their targeting, it does trigger each other, or does trigger other people into having episodes of reliving that, and it causes what's called dissociation, uh, which you feel detached from what, your own mental processes or your own body. It's a disassociative state. That's why people say a lot of times they feel numb. They feel... Um, they they you know feel all wrung out. They feel so they've been so traumatized, and all these weird things have been happening not only in their home or their mind or their body, but by people on the street or their friends have betrayed them, uh, and they feel numb. They don't know where to turn, and they just feel almost robotic. And you that's said prote- kind of what you said that it's, it's the natural um, protection that our mind or right. body will create right. to. Right. It's a protective mechanism, uh-huh. but it, it's still not a normal feeling, and so you end up feeling you don't feel yourself. You feel something has happened. Your your real self is 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 still underwater yeah. or still under all the the, yeah. the mud or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, not available. Right. It, it's right. You you split off, and your self perception is also really really distorted. You, you you get a feelings of helplessness, shame, stigma, yes, yeah. and a sense yeah. of being. Uh, a sense of being you know, completely different from other people, of course you're going to Yeah, but let me just throw this in. If they if they do it in little... Oh, okay, we won't know where the blame is. If they get us by a, a, a thousand cuts or a million or whatever it is, um, we then we won't be able to co- comprehend the whole picture to present it to anybody because it was done over and over in little tiny bits. Does that make right, sense? And, right, and as you go along... That's fragmented. The, the small ones, which everyday people who aren't targeted, the everyday people, if you tell it to them, they say, oh, what are you so, don't be so sensitive, don't be so, you're, you're, you're blowing it out of proportion, you're exaggerating. No, no, can't you just step up, man up, and shut up, and all that other stuff. But that's, the thing is, that doesn't apply to people who are targeted because right. of the thing that's gone on for them for years, and it's gone on. Well, until it happens to them, they don't have a clue. So. No, that's right. It's, it's like anything else. And... Um, and also what happens is we get we also get distorted 
lot to people, believe it or not. We tend to give them a lot more, uh, I don't, but we tend to give them a lot more credit or power than they ever deserve. Uh, exactly. For being total power, totally uh, for agree. Being total totally power agree. to the perpetrator, becoming preoccupied with the relationship to the perpetrator, or preoccupied with revenge. Those are all normal feelings. Right, way but, too much energy. Right, and especially when perpetrators in V2K and R&M try to sadly fool people into thinking that it might be a, a spiritual deity or angels or uh, a, a benevolent um, psychic energy or uh, their, their uh, long-past uh, dead favorite relatives or any any number of things. And, and it's actually a Trojan horse. You're fooled into allowing this stuff into your conscience more. And uh, I, uh, when you realize that it's not what it is, then you start to you start to get a little freaked out and angry. Well, I do yeah. realize from what I've seen that this has been perfected and it's been done for a long time. Because what I've seen is like, oh, so this has been done over and over, and you know what I mean? Right. right. Yes, it's true, but it's not. It's not inevitable, and it's not by any means omnipotent. The thing is, we just have, we don't have any any outside help, um, in most cases, to, to give us a hand, and we have to learn the tools ourselves and try to heal ourselves as we go along with the best we can. Uh, like any, any soldiers, I guess, on a battlefield, you try to heal yourselves over, and uh, you learn more as you go along that, about how true. to stay it's healthy and protect yourselves and heal yourselves. And, a constant and battlefield. And you will win. The thing is, this is not by any means um, unbeatable. We just we just didn't know the rules for so long. We didn't even know we were a part of this. So now that our numbers are increasing and we're learning more, this is far from unbeatable. And it's a, it's a great yeah. time to be to be involved and to be involved with activism and learning more. And together we will beat it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they I think they didn't calculate this very well. You know. No. Because they didn't the thing realize is, before, that when, when you didn't know what was going on. And yeah. technology was all, and numbers were in their favor. Yes, it, it was an easy, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. It was easy because these poor yeah. people are running around just like I do. We didn't know what the hell was going on. Well, we I, 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 I personally think they didn't calculate that, you know, us as Americans, we do have a lot of rights, and we're used to it. And even though there are some of us that are considered, if you, want, if you will, troublemakers, there's still a lot of people out there that will be even worse than us. You know this what I mean? Whole, right, and this is something that most people, if you talk to them and, and they finally realize, once they get the idea across, would never want. And the thing that, that no one had calculated for so long was that the explosion of technology would come down to the average person and be so available that we could use the very same technology to help ourselves and use it against them and find out what we can about them and how to help ourselves beat this. Also, it helps us connect instantly with other people who are going through the same thing and be able to network and form groups and form task task forces and, and all kinds of things that will work on several fronts where we can finally get rid of this. And is it Mike that's speaking? Yes. Mike, um, a lot of my thought process is trying to figure out how can someone in their right mind do this? to other people. But it's just, I can't fathom that this, people can go along every day right. thinking that they're doing the right thing to someone. You know what I mean? This, this, is a, a, this is what they're, this is, I try to get this across to people because it's hard to understand my way of looking at it. That is a philosophical argument 
that they hope you will get caught up in because it was one that you will never solve. They this actually they hope what? This is, a, this is a philosophical argument that they hope that a lot of TIs will try to put some energy into because this is a, a question that most likely you cannot solve. Why people do these things or why anyone would go ahead and do this and for what, all the different reasons that are human, we'll never know. I well, personally don't care. you know, money, hatred, uh, you name it. it, I guess it right, but the, the, the reasons, you could come up with, the, the, you could come up with potential reasons. And we co- we're good at coming up with reasons that make sense because because it's a nonsensical uh, 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 crime. The thing is, none of us is absolutely sure that this is it's the same pathway for every one of us. So it's it's a something that that they hope that we'll put a lot of energy into and finding out, which is fine if, if some people or groups want to do that in certain ways. That's great because it helps the whole community. But if you sit there and try to ponder. Uh, how people could do any of these things? Well, how could people um, make make weapons that that explode? You know, that shoot jelly gasoline into a person and it, and it turns into fire, which is called napalm. Which is what napalm is. It's a squirtable jelly gasoline that they that they squirt onto people's homes or skin or whatever. And and why, how do people manufacture phosphorus, white phosphorus bombs? You shoot it into into someone's skin and it keeps burning even when it burrows into your flesh. That that's a horrific weapon. Can you, I can't even comprehend such a I couldn't even, I would never do that. Yeah. Yet you will find you'll be a lot happier. There's industries happier. That, are, that, are, that are built on these things, and people make these things. We're very good at, at finding ways to harm and kill one another, so don't ever underestimate that. <laughs> you know? But the thing is, you people are not like that. That's why you'll never understand. You'll never exactly. We're trying to figure out a very illogical process with logical minds. You're trying to figure out something about about a, an entity or a mindset that you will you will have never been you will ne- have been born to never be, so you will never understand that it's it, it, you know it's something that you're just not you're just not cut of the same cloth. Well, don't, don't to me bother. it's very unnatural. To me, this stuff it's is very, very unnatural, unnatural, but not to the people who feel good about it. To the people who feel natural about it, they're fine with it. To us, it's it's repulsive. Well, right, right. The less time you waste worrying about all of that, the happier life you're going to be as long as you're on this planet. So don't be let it take so much of your mind. It doesn't matter why. Doesn't well, matter. Doesn't matter. They, they seek to know us. I seek to know them because then once you know them, like they know us, you know, data. Every time you turn around, there's somebody poking at their computer, putting data in, and poking at their computer, and putting data in. You well, shouldn't the, even be bothered by any part of that. Here's the bad part about trying to know them. If everything they show you Boy, is a lie, so then you can't right. possibly you're find right. out very what they're lie. about. If and everything they show and everything this program is built on is misdirection and a lie, don't bother. One person at a time, guys. It'd be nice if we could hear one person at a time, please. I mean, don't, ooh, don't, I don't, don't, in other words, don't waste, don't waste your energy where, where, you, where you don't need it. Put your energy into building yourself And one more up. thing, let me ask you to put it out there. Do you think they target the older, older group? Are we looking at multitude of young, very young people also? That well, of are course, they're doing, it across, they're doing it across all age groups because more and more people are coming into the, into the community and into the calls. Sure. The youngest person I know, I think, now is 20, 24, but I met them when they were 19. Yeah, but they kind of ran amok with with getting so many people in here because, as you said, 
we are gaining more power. The more there are of us, the more powerful we become. Right. And, and there's a lot of people out there who don't even know that this is happening really to them. They never think to, to, to look at, to check on something like that. They never think to look at all these things. And very, very smart, uh, it doesn't matter if you're educated or not, very, very savvy, smart people would have never thought to look at this kind of a topic. Uh, they came across it accidentally or who knows how. There's still lots of people out there who this is happening to that, that aren't aware of what's happening. The more that we tell other people about it and get the word out, the more you'll see the numbers grow on this side and the more soldiers, the more allies we'll have. That's true. They're all allies. You are all my friends, but most importantly, you're all my allies. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care if you're male or female, or I don't care what your uh, politics or your sexuality or eye color, or I don't care what you eat for breakfast. I'm only interested in you. You're my allies. That's all I'm interested in. Well, that's, that's why the they speak to silences, because of that fact. That's, that's, what? that's the best part. The best what, part what, is to, the, lady, the lady that said, are they targeting young people, too? They're targeting children. Yes, they are. Yeah, um, little kids. They are. Yes. Yeah. They're doing all these things. And, and the thing is, people have to be made aware of these things. Not so that we're happy to have people come into these groups. We're never happy to have more people come into it because it's a sadness. It's a tragedy. But we're happy to be able to show them, look, this is really happening. It's happening to all these people. And it's real. So so please, you know, stay with us. And we're going to get we're going to help to start get rid of this thing faster than they ever thought. Than they ever thought. So is everybody yeah. is everybody uh, a member of Targeted Justice? I don't know. I am. But Not I necessarily. Know I don't know. It's a very good site. There's they tell uh-huh. you how to um, yeah, collect know. data and etc. And, and you know those people put a lot of work in there, and they got they have good uh, guidelines and templates or or you know whatever for affidavits. There's other people out there who will show you how to do FOIA requests. There's lots of information, people who who know about nanotech or different aspects of targeting that, that I'm not so up on. But I know that, that it's really important for people to realize that you have this PTSD and that you have to try and check out these sites when you can about PTSD to help yourself heal up as best you can on the move, on the run, on, during the battle, because the, the biggest battles are yet to come and you're going to need it. So, so make sure that you, you know, take take a look at a lot of these things. We're going to try to post them on Facebook and wherever. Why targeted justice is so good, in my opinion, I'm very active on it, is that there are many people involved from many professions. It's just not one, two, or three, or four people. It's many people working behind the scenes that nobody has any clue what's going on right now. So consequently, you see the surface of people that are doing things, but you, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that are volunteering as well. So there's a lot of people involved, and to me, that's the biggest site that I see or I have found on the Internet. The others are maybe two, three, four, five people, but this is tens of people. That's the big right, difference. And you're right. It doesn't, it, you don't have to be educated. You don't have to be formally educated. Nope. You don't have to be any of those things. That makes no difference at all because when it comes to this, there is no formal education. Everybody's the same. We're all hey, learning man. as we go along, and we're learning how to, to walk, go through the minefield as we go along. And it's really, it, it feels awful every day. I know that. Minute by minute, hour by hour, it feels terrible. But we're in a really good, exciting, strongest, one of the strongest periods ever, and I've had this for 20 years or more, and so is Luda and lots of people. And this is one of the best times ever for people that are very going to be very active and strong and smart. Not, really? Not, not, not by, yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I believe that too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, it makes you go to come up to base every time, huh? <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> no, get up there. You know, it's true. It's true because there's people who, you know, there's people who were lost. I hate to use I'm not good biblical uh, analogies, but you know, it's almost like you're wandering around in wherever the desert or the wherever for a while, and and you know that people come out and realize it's something else. There's something good about about coming to a, a, a certain point as a group and realizing there's a lot of different strengths and all these people that feel that they're oh they're beat down and they're controlled or whatever, but yet they're still going to get up again and put their efforts into doing whatever activism they can for whatever part of of targeting that they feel will do the most good. It's a it's a it's an excellent time. People are learning about technology. They're learning about the law. They're learning about how to have a class action. They're learning about lots of things. I think that, um, if, Linda, if I could say something very quickly, I think it's, it's good that we all get, you know, when we get together, we talk about the technology, the science and the medicine and the herbal recipes and remedies. And it's wonderful. I, for instance, I took time away from, um, from the, hi guys. I took time away from the time of the talk show to do my own investigating, but I also took time away to also be with God. And I think that coming back, having had a grasp of what's going on in my spirituality has helped me get a great sense of who I am, you know, as a child of God, and came back with much, much more positivity to actually share with everybody. Oh, so yeah. I think it's, it's very it's powerful. Incredible. And who's speaking? So who's speaking it's Nettie. It's Nettie. Nettie? Okay. Are you Hi. on YouTube, Nettie? Letty, um, L-E-T-T-Y. I think I was on the, um, oh, I mean, Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. <laughs> and um, I was with uh, FFCHS in 2010 in Rhode Island. Um, and um, like I was saying, it's, 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 I think, do not, do not, do not omit or take the, the spirituality out. I mean, for me, um, having a relationship with God is, is, is at the most importance, the highest importance than anything that else that we do because if I don't have that then I can't be encouraged and come and encourage other people. I'm not necessarily coming on the call to convert or evangelize to anybody about my faith, but I will share my testimony with you and tell you how God kept me in the middle of the night when suffering is no one else around me. Um and all the things that I've gone through only because of faith. So it's different for everybody. So I mean we we come in there in this in this place and, and we Bring all this. If I, if I can finish, if I can finish what I'm saying, if I can finish, yeah. and, and it's great to come in and just bring all these ideas, uh, the technology, the law, the legalities, uh, and I'm, I'm involved in that. I love getting involved with target and uh, justice, and anybody, any other group, I call in. I get on a call for prayers, get on a call for the technology. I want to know all this stuff. Uh, but, yeah, we want to keep also grounded. And in terms of PTSD treatment, uh, the, the psychotronic drugs and, and swallowing up all the psychiatric medicine may not be for uh, some people. It might be for some other people. Some people find that they're more grounded with the herbal, mix it up with some, you know, other routine. So everyone is different, but definitely a great suggestion. And that's what I like to say. I don't know. I think it's Mike that's talking. Great stuff you're saying. Uh, but I just wanted to also give my perspective. Well, Letty, i got to say one more thing. Just, I know this is not religious, but I do have to say that it keeps, if you, I, God has told me, keep your focus on me. And exactly. if you keep your focus on him, you're yes. not focusing about all the BS around you. That's so. right. Amen. And that's where we draw the thread from, because I have okay. all this stuff in and, and, I, and I get all this knowledge from all the stuff that I hear, but at the same time, I can't, I'm going to tell you straight up, I can't do uh, this thing that I'm doing here and try to encourage and also learn about the law and all that without having God. 
It's impossible, at least for me. Uh, and it's great to have that. And like you said, it's a Linda, right, Linda? Yeah. Linda, Linda said, I think Paula said amen in the background. I mean, it's not that we're trying to bring on Christ and Jesus Christ to anybody, but, but certainly I do believe that there's some spiritual connection with all of us that we're brother and sister of, and children of God. We are lost tribes, uh, and I'm going to leave it at that. And I totally get Mike. I get other people like Neil and okay. Amy and other people who may not be sharing the same faith, but I'm going to tell you, you are my brothers and sisters in the Lord. And maybe, maybe you don't know that just yet. <laughs> I'm going to just tell well, Betty, we have to let them know what works for us, you know, because okay, guys. they, they exactly. need to know Thanks what works for them. To let I want yeah, no, 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 no. for them. I know, I know. I'm just, hey, I'm, no, I'm not trying to. Because I'm open yeah, to think, what works for them also, you know what I mean? I think so. that, I think that, though, if All right. she has, look, at, look at, if you have a, and she has, and that's a good, and it's a good point, because if you have a strong faith and you want to share it with people, I think that because we have a, a shortage, I don't I'm not trying to push you to have a call, If there's a shortage of of calls, especially in the nighttime, you should consider having a call like that because that's very helpful to people uh, that are trying to go through this every day. There's a shortage. uh, There's going to be a shortage of moderators. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have brought that up a few times before, and because a lot of the moderators who do these calls earlier in the evening or later at night have been doing them for several years, and it gets burnt out a little bit. And you might, I think, you should consider it. Actually, what I what I want to do is not even get a call, but get my number listed as as possibly someone who's like a co- Christian counselor in training. So if anyone wants to pray pray with me, they can they can call me and we can pray together and right. and be encouraged together. So that's what right. I this I could suggest. Yeah. And and that's part of it. That's part of it because people have to draw the, their strength from somewhere. It doesn't. Whatever whatever you feel is going to give you the strength to keep going and and give you the strength to look to look harder to keep going and put. And, and for another day, another hour, that, that's great. Uh, yes, ma'am. Right, <laughs> multifaceted, uh, you know, ways of uh, yeah, of coping, definitely. basically. I agree. I agree. Hey, Linda. <laughs> Linda. Yeah. Uh, Melinda was wanting to be unmuted. I thought I did. I did. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, Melinda, you were unmuted. Where is she? I don't know. I don't hear her. I don't hear her. I unmuted yes. you. Yeah, she's still on there. I'm on you. Thank you. Where do you see her? Uh, she's right under know. Donna and right underneath, uh, but right above Peace So player. she's unmuted. <laughs> she's unmuted. Okay. You may have missed hello. Hello, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can hear you, Mikey. All right. I thought you were waiting for Melinda. I don't know. But I think Letty, I think her name is actually Letitia. I'm not sure, but I remember her somewhere along the line. What's bit. your name? What's your name? Huh? My name is Mike. Your... Mike, did, were you in Rhode Island? No, but I remember your name being mentioned to me by someone, and I can't remember who it was back then. It was in, it was in about 2011 or so, maybe before then. Uh, were you in Boston? No, uh, no, I wasn't. No, but someone had mentioned your name to me, and I can't. It might have been Allison. No, sure. probably. I didn't know Allison then. It probably was Camille Fiona. It could have been. I talked to so many people, and, and I remember, yeah. though. And, oh, and it's Kate, not a, Kate. It's, yeah. yeah, I was in charge with Kate Ryan, and uh, I was I was with Jesse Beltran for that first uh, scan in Rhode Island in 2010. Oh, that was that that one. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, many you know, were there. So you're nobody new. <laughs> were, <laughs> yeah, were you, were you there? No, I wasn't, no. I oh, okay. was there. I was you there. were there? I was at the uh, I was at the presidential uh, subcommittee uh, ethics subcommittee on bioethics in 2011 in New York City at at the Warwick Hotel in Manhattan. 
Yeah, that was that was afterwards because I was actually going through um, foundational uh, stuff. Anyway, I was going through some other things, so I, I kind of stepped away for for a well, while. You have to. You can't. Yeah, I know it's a hard it's a hard road. You can't. You can't be. It's impossible to be present for everything or strong forever. All the and you can't. It's just one of those things. But I remember. And yeah, please do that because people need anything that they can get. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, they do. What happened, Mike, is that I was in disbelief. I was in shock. I was in disbelief. I was just like, and I had no idea what was going on because I went to this conference. Camille actually invited me. I met with Kate. um, And then I I met, uh, obviously, Derek Pete from from Rhode Island. And then I met the other. And then we got there and we talked for three hours. I met all these people. And this was brand new to me. And then we get scanned. And then I'm like, and then Kate Ryan's putting all his like little stickers, like red stickers all over my body. And I'm like, yeah. what is going on? And then, and then I think Jesse, I think it was just Jesse Beltran and Derek pulled me to the side and say, have you been kidnapped? Have you been like, like literally I was like freaking out. And they were saying to me, it is, it is very you know, upsetting. They're like, you've been drugged and you must have been in the military somehow because something has happened to your body. I was, I was really, it was, it was a bit bit too much. So it took me a while and I had just, you know, just kind of, you know, gotten into uh, being uh, a Christian, you know, found uh, Christ and got into the whole um, understanding what was going on with that as well. Because I was trying, it's not, it's not a thing of of man, it's a spiritual thing. So I was getting into it and getting to know what was, what what, what I was discovering. And right after that, is when this thing happened. I'm like, what in the world? Uh-huh, so my, my, right. my spiritual eyes opened up, and all of a sudden, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like faced with the, with the, 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 the fact that I actually had been, uh, since I was actually 18 years old, mind you. Wow. Um, and that was just 1999 until. You know, when and I was just taking advantage of since then, and it was just really mind-boggling for me. So I needed time to, uh, like like we say, being the Lord and just pray and just really figure out uh, what uh, what we call spiritual doors I had open, what you know ancestral ancestral doors I had open, and what to close, and you know pray for like a good spiritual flow to go on and uh, and really reconnect to the, reconnect to my Creator. Yeah. So that's what I did. Absolutely, absolutely, and and and, and also for for your. And, and you know, for you and for other people out there, because I'm talking about PTSD, I do not at all advocate the use of medications to try to get rid of this. Um, I advocate and that support and and validation therapy and any kind of spirituality, any kind of counseling yeah. that we can give one another is the best yeah. way to go about this because we are the only ones that can validate one another because other people are not very good at giving us the validation. That we're <laughs> You're right about that. Agreed. And Lenny, would you try to find me on YouTube? I'm Len Rom. Len Rom. Okay, let me see. L-E-N, I'm Len, like like Leonard, but L E N like Nancy Rom R O M. R O M. Len Rom. Len Rom. L Y N N and Len Rom. It's L. It's L E N like Lenny, but L E N. So Len Rom. My my real name is Lynette. Len Rom. Okay, I see W. Okay, I'm not going to say it, but it says Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Valley. No? Um, hang on. Are you on Facebook? You're on Facebook, right? Uh, Actually, I am. I just started my account, but I'm on YouTube. Oh, um, YouTube. Let me go. Sorry about that. I, I heard um. Uh, okay, let me go to YouTube. Find Len Rom. Um, I actually was looking at Sorry. Uh, yeah, Belinda. Hi, hi, this is Belinda. Yeah. Hi, Belinda. I just wanted to say when you talk about the curse, 
I think one thing I've noticed with the things that they touch of mine, uh, these people have no boundaries. And I think no, they um, don't. They, they've been very damaged in their early life, either by parents or from an, uh, an orphanage or they've been adopted or ignored or, or whatever. And um, that and kind of emptiness, uh, they can fill with this sense of power. I can go and I can break her stuff and steal her yeah. stuff and all this other stuff. And I've looked at, uh, you know, the time that I did throw the electricity off suddenly, and I ran to the front door, and 15 people ran out of one apartment looking around in shock. Um, what did you and do? And the, the leader, I threw off all the circuit breakers in my apartment, turned oh, all the electricity off, and I went to the front door, and in an apartment on the lower level, 15 people ran out of that apartment. <laughs> And so I, and I was laughing video. Video. And now I know some of them. And uh, the leader was furious that they all went out. He went out, too. They were all looking around like, is there a blackout? <laughs> For some reason, I guess when I threw my electricity, well, I threw the off only all one their blackout or funny. all their television sets or something that they were watching me. I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. I, it, it, was, it was the one joy I've had out of this thing so far. Well, anyway. I know they're in the lights and they're in the uh, the the, uh, the sockets, the... Uh, Electrical sockets, I know that, because I do the thermal imaging thing, and that's a good thing to have, because mm-hmm. I actually seen, like, puddles of, of energy just flowing okay. around on my ceiling, and I took pictures wow. of that. Isn't, well, all of a sudden, I mean, they're missing. They're Melinda not there no more. I don't think Melinda was yet what she was talking about, okay? Like, well, I, I don't know, but for some reason, they were hooked up to my place, and... When it went out, their their whole apartment, everything they were looking at went out, and that's why they ran outside. So I figured out, I saw who they were, and uh, there are five left in the building. Now, so. And some funny. of them I just didn't know, and some of them are so nondescript. You know, they may be here or not, I don't know. But um, this one couple, they're married, gals married to each other, the most unhappy people I've ever seen in my life. Uh, just, I've never seen them smile they just look so miserable. Just, so know, they were bought off. I see them with a lot of hatred, a lot of hate. When I look at them, because they pull up next to me, and I'll be damned if I'm not going to sit there and just look away from them. I just stare at them. I'm like, Who Oh, are I you smile and wink and throw them a kiss. Come on, you have to engage Well, them. I do that, too. They don't know what to do. They do not I know do what to do too. when you break their entrainment. <laughs> they look at you like like you turned off the switch. One man, he keeps getting in and out of the car and looking at me, and I, oh, my God, how are you? I I, I, I show him, uh, I put my finger finger up to God, and you know how you can make your fingers do the love sign? I I put God loves, and I point at, I told him, God loves you. And they, like, they actually, like, diffuse, and they they show, put their thumb up, like, you know. Uh, Hi, Ed. Yeah. Hey, it's Laura and I trying to get your attention for a while. Hi, uh, tomorrow on Hi, how are you? I'm okay. Well, no, I'm not. I can't walk. No. I barely can walk. I'm, my sisters, yeah, they're hitting us really, really, really bad, especially through my sisters. So I'm tired, too. Very tired. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to have a panel call tomorrow about um, a more progressive uh, new information about those that suffer from voice to skull. Uh, the call will be my normal time, nine o'clock, and um, 
just a suggestion that makes me think about Elvira, I should try to let more people know, you know, that we're moving along more progressive and those that suffer from this. I believe we're going to um, get some insight on the more new information that I feel. Okay. And the panel, it will be a panel. It will be a panel tomorrow. We're going to have Neil, uh, Frank, and definitely working closer with me would be Angel from our community. Wonderful. So what's the number? Do you have Neil and Frank? That's wonderful. Uh, yes, I've asked them to join, but the information um, is going to be primarily held down by myself and Angel. We're the, I'm the first discovery of it, then Angel. And then Neil knows a few things, so we're working together with that. Cool. What's your ring on your phone, Good. It's going to be at 9 o'clock tomorrow on TalkShoe, mm-hmm. and the call mm-hmm. is one four four seven seven one. The same number? What is it? Uh, yes, yes, the same talk show number. You mean the 724 number? No, I'm That's talking about your same. ID. We, what's the ID number? Uh, the ID number is 144771. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. 144771. Oh, Correct. This is about the uh, remote neural monitoring, right? No, actually it's not. It's about actually the voices, the patents, you know what I mean? It's actually about that, although with the what the patents describe, it can incorporate the, you know, um, body con, emotional con, do a lot of things, and also increases that paranormal. That's about as well. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm all for technology. Um, I'm all for, for hopefully truth. That's what I'm trying to gain. Okay. I'm sorry, what's the theme again? Um, the theme is the patents on, on the real D2K, voice to skull. Okay. And that's an acronym. That's an acronym. That's not what it really means either. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. Thank you, Linda. Ah, uh-huh, sure, Lauren. Glad to hear from you. It's nice to hear from you too. Okay. Um, okay. Hey, Linda. So I want to talk, I want to get back to something which is PTSD, and the yeah. reason for me why it was so helpful to be able to read the information because it showed me what the natural reactions are to constant harassing, constant, um, well, constantly upsetting us. Um, our reactions are so normal. And what that did for me was take, it's like I keep beating myself up. Why can't I be doing this? Why am I not that way? What happened to my old me? What, you know, I started getting into that and getting mad at myself for not being perfect, not having handled this perfectly. But when I read these symptoms, of what happens to a person who is constantly harassed, um, I realized I, since this, this happens to everybody else, I don't have to be responsible for what has happened to me. None of us have to be You're responsible. You're not responsible. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. None of us are responsible for what is happening to us or the results. We're not, we're not responsible for the results. We can work on it and try not to feel this way, but... Um, you know, once I realize the results are exactly what I'm feeling and I'm not some stupid broad, just not catching on, is this what's happening? And these symptoms are what we all feel, and it just made me feel huge relief when I realized that this is the only, really the only way to handle it until you really realize what's going on, and then you can be a little more specific with it, I think, if that makes sense. 
Right, Mike? Yes, it does. Right. Well, that would be like, you know, a woman that gets abused over and over and she's blaming herself type of deal. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. Same thing. And like a lot of us blame ourselves for for not being able to deal with all this. Like why am I and, Or here's that? a good one. Uh-huh. Um, I put here. Here's a good one. I, I took some activism measures, so I'm being punished more by my by my handlers or my my uh, abusive crew, my my targeters. Well, no. A lot of times, the program is designed to mislead you and misdirect you. The increased targeting might have happened, and most likely would have happened anyway, activism or not. They try, might try to discourage you from being more of an activist, even what I call a slacktivist. I don't mean it in a in a, in a derogatory way. But if you can't get out and, you know, hand out stuff or go out on the street or do different things or go on YouTube, you can be an activist by helping with targeted targeted justice or, or any of the other number of groups that are trying to do these things on the front or starting your own conference call or, or just even like um, like Letty was doing, said, come and have, you know, pray with me on, on one-to-one, whatever. That's activism, too. And, yes, they might try to discourage you a little bit more with a little bit more antics. But you know what? You've had all, almost all those antics before, and you're still surviving, so the hell with it. You might as well take action for yourself. You might as well say, look, this is as far as you people go. You, t- you try to take over my whole life and my whole being. I've got to take it back now. you got to go. It's time to go. Time to go. How much more can they do? Time to go. Right. Right. Time to go. Time to no, go. No, they can do all, They can do more. They can do more, but, but the thing is, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, the but thing we is, can so fight can you. more. So can I you. I fight more. Yeah, I so did. I did. I uh, when you no, done, listen, listen. Jack was, or Mike was talking. Let's let him finish his sentence, okay? No, it's all right. I'm, yeah. I understand. I understand that people get upset by the tactics and the sensations and the and the actions and the and the manipulations. Of course, they do. It's supposed to be upsetting, degrading, humiliating, and and, and debilitating. Of course, it is, but you're still here. If you're still here and you still have the energy to talk or listen on a conference call, you still are here enough to take it, to have that energy and take it and make. Make something, uh, make some kind of progress for yourself and for those around you, because that's where they don't like it the most. That's where they hate it the most is when you're actually going to take action and saying, "No, you've done this to me all this time. Now I have to do something against you, and I'm not going to stop doing it." Like I tell them in my head, um, "Either you're going to stop, or you're going, to, or I'm going to be dead. Either I'm, I'll be dead, or you're going to stop. You know, and I'm not going to stop until I am dead." And, you know, it's about setting boundaries, because if you don't set any, they'll just track right, right. over you. Right. This is this is kind of a, I, nobody wants it, but it's kind of a lifelong thing. It's, it's not an avocation. It's kind of like a half-assed career, I guess you call it. But the thing is, <laughs> I can't stop. If they're not going to stop until I'm dead, well, then neither am I. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. Then, then let's go. Yeah, this is, <laughs> it kind of changes go. our lives, but it... You know, if it's going to be our life, fine. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. And look at all the things that people have, you know, dedicated themselves. You don't have to put all every ounce of energy you have into it. If you, if you can help it, there's still things that you still enjoy as a person. That was always the, the essential you, the, the 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 great creative spiritual part of yourself. You like to do maybe if it's like music, or you like to do some writing, or you like to you're very spiritual. You like to go walking or nature, or whatever. Those things can still be along with this. Just like a terrible terminal disease that people have learned to manage, they still have time to do all these things, or they still have the energy because life is still good when you're trying to push back the thing that's trying to take your life from you. Don't let them take any more time from you anymore. You're too. All these people on these calls are, are wonderful people that have never ha, should have had this happen to them, 
And so, so the, the the time that we that we put into fighting these people is well worth it. Even if you fight by just calling up someone else and asking them how you're doing and can I, how can I help you? How can I help you get through the next day? How can I help you get through the next night, the next hour? It's a great it's a great time to be doing it because there's so many people doing it at once. It's a great collective feeling. Really, yeah. it doesn't feel like it sometimes when you're <laughs> when you're really being <laughs> manipulated or when you're manipulated and being tormented and they're making fun of you to go out on the street and people are doing whatever and people are coming into your home or they're doing something too bodily or they're they're adulterating knock on wood your food or knock on wood god forbid they're harming your pets or your family or whatever it's still still a great time because because for so many years these things happen to people in silence alone Mm -hmm. you're you're here now you can help you're here right we know, we know all the tactics. We know all the bad things they do to you. We know all the bodily things they do. Everybody knows that whole list of things like that. <clears throat> and they shouldn't happen to anyone. Let alone, you know, never happen to us or anyone again. So this no. is why we we fight against these things. We try to do Thanks. them the best we can. Hi, can I say something? Yeah. Yes. Hi, Donna. Uh, hi. How is everyone? <laughs> okay. Um, How are you? Well, about two, three nights ago... I had the worst torturing ever, and I'm like a lot of people. They've really been laying it on me thick from head to toe. I look like some kind of a friggin' Eskimo at night, <laughs> covered in every kind of protection you can think of. Bless you. Not every night, but, but lately quite a bit. Um, but I really appreciate how sweet you all are and how encouraging you all are. But this is uh, kind of the way I was raised and kind of the way I really have come to feel and believe about things is that if I don't rise to the occasion and and not make excuses for myself, which I don't really hear you saying that, but I'm just saying from my perspective, um, I could make a million excuses, but when I wake up in the morning, I know what's got to be done. And if I don't start doing it as much as I can in the ways I know that's going to help make my life functional and better, I'm going to end up in an assisted care place. And I think everybody should keep that in the highlight of their forefront of their mind that, you know, we still have to, I think we have to really rise beyond the occasion. Right. We've got to constantly go to bat. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to talk. James is making a video. Um, yeah, you know, I I I always think, well, you know, gee, if I had, oh well, <laughs> it's really hard to talk, you know, sometimes about certain things. But yeah, that's that's how I feel. And, and um, Letty, I would really like to have a prayer partner. I would like. Um, to have your number some way if you feel that way. Uh, I tried to get you, Linda, and it's just almost impossible. Get me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you give an answer machine? Because Linda said, Linda, EMF Linda said she tried to call me the other day, and um, it got a weird message. This call cannot be complete. I don't know quite what it was. It was rerouted, about. probably. 
Yeah, I've got all kinds of messages, different messages, and then you gave me on Messenger a phone number, and I haven't been able to really get you on that either. Well, no, I didn't give you a Messenger phone number because I don't do Messenger. Uh Uh-uh. That wasn't me. Somebody under your name gave me your phone number. Well, I'm not surprised. But that would be that would be a um, that would be a cell phone, right? No, no, Messenger on Facebook. Oh, oh, I don't know where that is. I don't. I know nothing about that, so it can't be me. But people are running around. You? Oh, honey, I don't know anything about that. I really don't know what they did. Yeah. Really? Um, I've had, I've had, I've just discovered an email that was set up in my name that is not my. I mean, I don't have that email, but it sure is my name, including my middle name. Um, A lot of weird things are happening like that right now. Well, I had like my same exact name on Facebook, and it was an Asian girl. And my name is spelled Lynette, is L E N E T T E, spelled exactly the same. And her last name was Romero, which is Hispanic, and she was Asian. But that's not to say she's not, you know, like Filipino or something like that. But I thought that was odd because my name is pretty unique. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of hacking and odd things, very odd. But I well, just wanted last... to say that I appreciate you guys' encouragement, and I think you're all so uh, giving, you know. And I, I guess I did. I wasn't raised with a ton of empathy. I've had to ac- probably acquire the empathy that I have. But um, yeah, I, I mean, somebody's got to do it. That's what my dad always said. Someone's got to do it, and that's the way I feel about it. Um, like you said, if you can't do one thing, then for sure do another. Well, it's right. good to we know have... that there's a lot of good people in the world because we see so much ugliness, you know what I mean? So it's, yes. it's, it's just good to, you know, know there's a lot of very good people out there. So Yeah, and, you know, we had a couple pastors over last night and we're trying to talk to them and... I'm like Letty. I come from, I come, my roots are spiritually based, and I've studied about everything before I ever made the decision to go where I did with Christ. And, well, 10 years old, I did just in, just hearing it. But then I had to rededicate later after studying and even being in a religion for nine years. So it wasn't something that, you know, I wear as a label or a piece of jewelry or anything like that. It is just like totally the way that I go. And um, so anyway, I'm with you on that, Letty. And um, I feel like we're all seekers. We're all on a path seeking the truth. And um, I, I feel like I found it. And I keep praying for everyone. Now, what's your name, Gail? I, what's your, I didn't catch your first name. Donna. Donna, okay, Donna. Oh, yeah. Well, you can find me on Facebook. I guess I just started the account, so I'm uh, Len Rom also on YouTube, and I'm that on Facebook. So I haven't did much Facebook. Len Rom. How do you spell that? Allie, it's uh, Larry, Echo, Nancy, uh, Romeo, uh, uh, Oscar, uh, Michael. So it's Len Rom. Okay, L-Y-N-N, Lynn Rum? Yeah, L-E-N, L-E-N. It's Lynette. Yeah. Is my name is. Okay, thank you. I appreciate oh, I that. Somebody, I thought somebody called my name. Sorry. No. 
Uh, well, I, I, I want you to keep going. Oh, it must be over here they do that a lot of times. I think they do that Maybe I did need to. I don't know. I just wanted to say that. And thank you, everyone. Appreciate you being there. Thanks, Donna. You, you're welcome. Sure. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being there. You never know. You never know when, when you talk about different things on calls, who is going to suddenly ring to, is going to hit a nerve. It's going to be something that you'll be able to, people might come back to and, and remember that you talked about, that you that you mentioned in passing about your situation that might really help someone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we invited him over because I like showing up for church. I like being involved with the community. I I like helping in the community. And the way I feel when I want to go somewhere, they you know what they do. And uh, I'm entry. trying. I want people to know, and I want people to see the signs, three by six, three of them, uh, like billboard signs. Uh, out there on that nine-foot fence they built that you see out your dining and living room window. That would be a great idea. Yeah, everyone should see that. And uh, who does that? I mean, who, with anything going for them, does something like that? Uh, Anyway. There's a lot of of passive ways that you can actually go out and be active be an activist without having to, without having to really put yourself out there. There's um. There's a great YouTube channel called God is Our Protector. It's um, videos put oh, up by Renata. It's put yeah. up by Renata Murray, who's out in um, in Southern California, mm-hmm. and she put out a whole series of videos on different things that you can that download. You can do. If, you have a, if you if you download and put them on your smartphone, what I do is. If I'm starting to get swarmed in a in a, in a dollar store of people around the street doing things or in the laundromat, I just start one of her videos playing on my speakerphone on my phone and slip it back in my pocket. And they can do street theater or whatever they want because that stuff is playing and talking about how perpetrators operate in front of a target. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to say anything. But the, but the funny thing is they have to keep on going with their script or their street theater to try and talk over what's being said by Renata's video. It's actually funny because it doesn't. I don't have to waste any breath. But there they are trying to outperform a video on a speakerphone, and it's an activist. It's an activist um, act because you're informing other people about what's going on that may not be involved, or for the people that seem to be involved in in whatever way in doing these things against you, you're informing them that yes, you know, and lots of other people know, and now we're going to expose you. This is the start of how we're going to expose you. This is what people do that that are. Targeting others, targeting strangers, people who call themselves Christians, people who call themselves good Jews or good Muslims or just good neighbors or good or good people, who, who, who for whatever their stupid, uh, misguided reasons are, decide to do this to others and show them how harmful it is and how how life threatening it can be. Well, Mike, it's like you said, the lies. You know, the lies they're saying about us have to have some kind of play on. You know. That makes good people do something as ridiculous and, and as full of hate as that's happening to us. That's why they should. That's why they should have the choice of. That's why they should be given the opportunity and 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 the respect to make those choices themselves once they have the proper information. Because people who are level-headed and kind and compassionate and have empathy would not make the choices that they do if they were not misled to begin with. And they're misled by what? By lies. 
these okay. little those kind of videos, any kind of videos that you feel are neutral, you know, that that are not necessarily profane or antagonistic towards the people around you, if they listen to them, that don't contain you know graphic things or profanity, whatever. I start to play them in the laundromat, or I play them as I'm walking down the street at night in our little town here, um, or a lot of different things. It talks about people who are who are perpetrators. It talks about um, tactics that are done by by organized talking. It also talks about children and teenagers who are perpetrators against against adults in their community because we all know that they are they do have those things go on with all of us. And, and so that, that's that God is our protector site. Yes, it's okay. it's called and it's all capitalized. God is our protector, and it's by Renata Murray, who's had a, a conference call for some years now. She's gone through her own situations, and she's a, a Christian. Um, and uh, I think that people would would really be it, it's helpful because they're self-contained. You just put them on and let them play. <laughs> And there's not much that people around you doing, reading, you know, trying to talk scripture, do street theater around you can do, unless they got enough breath in them or enough enough um, wind to keep that script going or keep that street theater going until a one-hour video has run out, run its course. That takes a lot of energy, <laughs> so let them try. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you could play those things even if you have a a Bluetooth speaker in an old, little open window. A lot of times I'll play her stuff from a little open window through a Bluetooth speaker during the day or during the nighttime. If people are going to try to do scripts outside my windows or have V2K or R&M, well, let them hear the stuff in the quiet of the evening. Let them listen to it. Mm, exactly. Why not? It's not? There's nothing profane. There's nothing harmful. No one has ever, the police have never come and said, you have to stop that. There's nothing offensive about it. It's just the facts. Just the facts, ma'am. That's what yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. just the facts. Yeah, because I actually have a neighbor that he has a, prete- a pretend barking dog. So he can make the dog bark and command. And I was wondering, how is he doing that? That they can't just what are they poking their dog? You know, because they do have a no, dog. No, that's like, just a, that's just a can. <laughs> that's what we call used to call a canned dog. Yeah, a dog in a can or a dog of sound. Right. I thought that and was so, hilarious. You know, the thing is, I I would love to have my own little audio spotlight system rigged up here where people walk by that they have Renata Murray's um, uh, anti-perpetrator type videos. The sound beamed into their heads as they walk by. <laughs> that would certainly make their eyes open a little bit wider, <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> and, uh, I love the it. thing is, we all can. We, you all can do. Or you can make your own video, your own audio things that you put there. You don't. It doesn't matter what you do, as long as you're letting people, other people know. You. It's the game of you know that I know that you know. Yep. And if if yep. they're going to play these games with you, you certainly can play. Make these things. Uh, you can do these things too. You can also put play music at the same time while you're playing these things because I hate to say this, it's kind of a mean trick, but I would play some nice Christmas music during the holidays uh, <laughs> as a background, and then I play Renata's video audio, uh, audio files on top of it, so that would the the Christmas tunes would catch their attention. But oh, wait a minute! As they're listening, there's some woman over there talking about organized uh, stalking tactics okay. in your community. Well, that's a rotten trick, but I thought, well, why not? I think it's in the spirit of the community. Yeah. People should know about these things. Yeah. <laughs> so why we not? We should use every trick we've got. And it's, and it's a good one because it, it, yeah. it gives you a good feeling of music with the message. That, that's a genuine message that you should not be doing these things to anyone. Never. Well, so I, I need to put this out there. Does anyone watch First Amendment on YouTube? Yes, I do. I know who that is. Because he is Robert excellent Robert. with exposing he's, who's doing right. it and yes. blah, blah, blah. He's you know, the first citizen court. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah, he's excellent his, his, with his doing is, who is his, doing it. 
His name is Robert Rodriguez. I, I think that's his name. I think it's Ramirez. Oh, I'm sorry, Rivera? Rivera. Is it Rivera or Ramirez? Ramirez One of them. Or Ramirez, yes. One of them. Yeah, I'm sorry. I might be wrong because my memory is... Yeah, but he's exposed everything, everyone that is involved in this. I hope he gets on one of the calls and, and Ella or Linda or somebody can interview him because he's really a good guy who has been really driven to distraction by all this and can't understand it. And he's a thorough researcher and, and a smart guy who's tried to improve himself and he doesn't didn't realize that self-improvement means nothing to these people. They're not interested in that. They're just interested in their own ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, it's called. It's a long. You're right. Uh, whoever just said that, you're right. The, there's just a long screen name. First Amendment to the Constitution. Uh huh. And he has a flag coming up, and you know he shows he's American, which we are. Are all are. We are Americans that we're not terrorists terrorizing each other. You know that's my whole thing. Is like, gee, we have our own Americans terrorizing us when we have all this BS going on in our in our United States, like shootings and all that. It's like, what, you know what, can you guys go positive and focus on the stuff that's happening in our on our, our United States as, as opposed to terrorizing each other? That is just so crazy. That's just crazy to me. And, and if you notice, you have to feel bad for anybody's videos that you watch, but you see him in, in a lot of distress over all these organized talking tactics and and they they drive people to distraction, and he and he gets worked up about it. And unfortunately, I did just leave him a a YouTube uh, message today somewhere. And he's people like that even think of leaving the country and going to other countries. Don't bother to do that. You're in your own country. This is where you belong. You know the language. You know the laws. Stay here because and help it help this stuff become uh, uh, become nothing more than a really bad uh, taste in everyone's mouth. It's well, you know the whole true. thing is that it's happening global. I mean, there's a guy that he was involved in this and he went to mexico what happened there he went to canada it, happened it goes everywhere went yes. to germany he went to france it all happened there look at look at uh look at our friend adrian she went to israel other people went to australia uh it's everywhere it's not but the thing yeah, is when, it, you, when like you're I trying said, to fight I, it, it trying, you you got the ma- best advantage in the, in the maximum uh power of knowledge in your own country and power well i think we have the most rights even though we are not and the most rights exercise yes. them you know what i mean because right. of the... the only right that we should push for eventually too is the power to be forgotten on the internet that is a european law now we don't have it yet in america so what, what, what is that about the law of to, the right to be forgotten in europe says that if if some idiot and i use the term very nicely uh decides to to publish or uh, to Set up a web page that says you are a, a scam, you are a fraud, you're a any, anything, you're a liar, you're a cheat, you're a scam, you're a fraud. They can do it, and you may. It's almost impossible for any of us in the states to have Google take it down, even with a lawyer, because I just read a case where that was. It took quite some time. Uh-huh. In Europe, in all the countries of the European Union, it's a law, and you can have it taken down quite quickly. Oh, really? You just have As to test fact, it or whatever. Thousands and thousands of Google pages have been taken down, um, um, you know, that, that were libelous or slanderous or, you know, d- done out of vengeance or whatever, have been taken down by Google in, in accordance with European Union law. So there's quite a couple steps ahead of us that way. Now, free Amazing. speech is wonderful, but if it's used to defame and, and harm others or whatever, then, then that's not the, the privilege and the right that, that those kind of people should have. That doesn't mean. It's just another tool of of, of their um, depravity. So, you know, I'm they are depraved. Yeah, they are. Of course, this is a whole war of depravity. This is a war of, of 
it sounds so simplistic as a good over evil. It's a war of depravity. Think of the depravity of people to do this to strangers, to, to ruin people's lives and health and take their families and homes and, health, and pets and, and health away from them with, with no regard. It's a right. war of depravity. And, and not even know that, you know, that the good you did in the world, that, you know, and that you care for people in a genuine way, that you would help them in a genuine way. If it's, somebody, it's completely you know, twisted. It's completely yeah. uh, twisted around and, and it's turned upside down. And the thing is, we know which side is, we know which way is up. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's almost like when you're in a cruise ship or something and the thing capsizes upside down. Well, we have to try to figure out how to get to you know, swim yeah. the wrong direction so we'll float back to the top. So, um, you know, uh, anyway, I'm sorry I got off topic. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. I'm it's just going to the symptoms myself. Yeah. Yeah. Not the symptoms and the symptoms, you know, the thing is too. Um, I publish, I put it on my Facebook page, and Linda will put it on hers, and we'll keep, I'll keep resharing it and posting it, because these things are are something that should um, people should put, you know, have sitting on their, I don't know, on their table or on their night table or in their in a favorite book they have or something where they could see it every day and realize these things happen to me because of this program. Yes. And these are the things that we have to try and do to try, heal them on the run, on the fly, on, uh, during the fight. And we have to recognize, too, the, the reason that we are now feeling the way we're feeling. It's been done. It's been done to us. You know, and we're trying to deal with it. But it's not that doubt that you have increasing in yourself. That's not yours. That's theirs. No. You know? No. And, and they will and, do everything they can subliminally or uh, through organized stalking or through vandalizing your, your home or vandalizing your, your your vehicle or your pets, knock on wood, or your, your lawn or, I don't know, anything, to try and destabilize you again, to have these symptoms come roaring back. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's what they constantly do to set us back, <clears throat> you know? But I also think, and you've said this too, Mike, I think what Donna said is very important. We have to continue our lives. You know, we have to. Right. We have to write. And it has nothing to do with care. This is not a character flaw issue either. No. <laughs> I was laughing exactly. Believe me, I'm exactly. one of the biggest characters you'll probably ever meet. But it's not a fair character <laughs> flaw issue. You're not weak. No. <laughs> you're not a weak character or you're, no. you're not no. a weak person or you're not this or that. Well, you know, if anything, it makes you stronger. If anything, they were—they're all surprised and gnashing their teeth at the fact that you made it this far and you're surviving it enough to try and talk about fighting back. So yeah, they didn't be happy expect- about that. Yeah, be happy about it. It's not an easy thing. No. So, are we going to read them the rest People, of the? Yes, I'm, go- I'm going to. It's—it's—I'm uh, going to try to. to realize what I, what I want to say, you know, what I'm trying to tell people is that, you know. A lot of people try to avoid thinking and talking about the trauma-related topics because the feelings associated with them are overwhelming. Um, yikes. Imagine how, how overwhelming these things are to have to keep on dealing with them every minute of every day. You wake up in the morning or whatever you wake up, you're tossing and turning every night, it's still with you. You wake up in the morning, it's still there. You hope it never isn't, but it's still there. Yep. Sometimes I wonder if it really is. Sometimes I think... Oh, maybe this isn't real, you know. And you get a, a little flurry of feeling free, and then you get remember, yeah, it's real, all right. It's real. No, it's not real, right? Maybe it's not real, right? And 
And yet, you know, I can go around here and talk about these things in my apartment, and yet I'll have people around me in the small town in my little house here yell stuff out as I'm talking. Mike, yell what's the targeting out. like, like in a little town? I mean, is it everybody does it, or how does that? Uh, uh, no, uh, some people do it more than others, but uh, and you've got your regulars. I have people around me who will do it for whatever reason. I don't give a damn. But the funny thing is, in a small town, it's so much easier to figure out who it is. <laughs> Don't they get that? So many, so many. <laughs> don't people get that? Or they don't, obviously, they don't care. They feel that they've so, got so much free reign about it. They don't care. Well, the point is, I know who they are. I know where they live. So I just go there. I take pictures of the people. I take pictures of where they live. And if they push me far enough, I post them. So what? Hmm? Then what are they doing that for to me? And I tell them, I try to go by, people go by me when they walk by, they say, oh, I, I hope you don't think that I'm organized stalking you or I'm not doing... And I said, yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? And I hold up my my video camera, oh, man. or if I don't have the, the body cam, and I say, look, the very fact that you're doing this kind of thing proves that organized stalking is happening in this town. So you can, can go ahead and you say what you've got to say, do your script, do your thing. And I got, I got some place I got to go. I bet. I hope you do too. That's it. Do you think it might be lesser in a small, smaller town? I, I didn't hear what you said. It echoed. Do you think it might be uh, lesser as far as you know, as many people that can actually participate in? It's lesser only because it's less population, but the percentage is usually the same. There. In other words, if I go to the food pantry. It'll happen there. If I go to the church, I went to the church where there was a blessing on the animals. I took Sophie when I first moved here. It happens there. Uh, if I go to the laundromat, it'll happen there. If I go to the Walmart or Tim Hortons or... There's probably Walmart. only one of each, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, depending on how small your town is, right? Right, and it doesn't... So it, it, it's there. It's the same pretty much percentage. It's just less overall people. Smaller scale of it, but pretty much the same. If you go to places like New York or wherever, uh, Buffalo or Rochester, New York City, it's of course going to be a lot more people, but there's just a lot more people there. Yeah, because I live in Denver, Colorado, and it's like off the charts here that I I have to deal with. I go down University, which is like a main street, and I have like a parade. I mean, literally (laughs) a parade. (laughs) Yeah, and and the thing is, or if you ride the light rail or something like that, I don't know if you ride that. But there's a lot of people beyond there. And, and what's his name? He he used to come from the Denver area. Chris Burton, although he lives in Cambodia, I think, now. In where? Same thing. He lives in Cambodia now. Oh, okay. Chris Burton was interviewed by Ramola D. not too long ago. The guy with the IT companies who made quite a, quite a bit of money with IT, and he got voice to skull and all this other nonsense. He said it was terrible. Um, it was all what? All over the place. It was terrible in Denver. He said he had it a is. lot of swarming. It is. And he said he almost pretty bad. He had such bad V2K, he almost got hit by the light rail one day in a in a winter storm because he was too close to the tracks. Well, that so, is kind of dangerous, regardless. Yeah. Hey, uh, I want to tell you, I want to tell you that uh, here in Fort Orford, Oregon, there there's practically no gang stalking. Less than two thousand really? people. Hi, James. Hi. Hi, Linda. Yeah, but there's practically none. In fact, uh, maybe I figure I'm figuring in one every now and then because I don't notice it. But um, it's just there's none. But Why there do you is, think that, Dave? That's just well because 
it's such a small town that you know everybody, and they don't want to. They don't want to be known. They want to have anonymity. So, um, they'd rather not be um, on YouTube, huh? <laughs> when you say small town, what do you what do you consider a small town? Two thousand people or less. Okay, mine's like three. Mine's like three. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's they can live high here. It's very small. It's even less than two thousand. I, I, okay, I can't. I can't hear you. It's too distorted on his end. I'm sorry. I can't hear it. Oh, they must be. They must be doing this because it's. I think. I. I think That's they turn so on weird. a. Are you on a sometimes cell phone? Sometimes guy in Oregon. Sometimes you come <laughs> in um, clearly, and sometimes you're muffled, and it's the same. That's James. Isn't it? Yeah, I know, but yeah. I can't understand him. I just under. I just recognize the quality of his voice. That's it. Well, they are messing with his phone a lot. James, we can hardly... I can't understand your phone, Mike. What? what? The mic is clear now, but before, when I was listening to him, it was um, dropping in and out. I think they do that with my phone, too. That's very... Sometimes if you set your data off, it helps. Because that's how they get on you. They clone your phone. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I don't know. Just what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So you, so you think that you don't have any stalking? You're lucky. You're really lucky. Do you think they can yeah, your house? Now, you know, if I go to, uh, if I went to, Ca- I went to California two years ago, and boy, it was, I was surprised. It almost knocked me down. It was so, uh, so, yeah. so heavy stalking. Yeah. And now coming back here, there's nothing. Wow. You know what? I usually sit in the car lately because I'm getting hurt so bad. So he goes into the market or whatever. They're all driving in the parking lot all around me, putting their lights on me. Yeah. And uh, if I go to the post office, you see that little neighborhood watch. Man, they start going up and down the street. I don't know. He just loves it here. He wants to be here. I hate it here. That's it's it's all over. So that all over. I do not even have to it. No, I don't think I'm oblivious to it. I, maybe they don't do it to me because I just I I would just you know I try not to notice it. Even if even when they do it, I try not to notice it. And just you got to try to tune it out, and they will stop. They don't do things if it doesn't have an effect. That's true. Yeah. If you ignore him, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, but you know, I actually have them come closer to me and try to get in my face when they do. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, I that's good. Camera, I was like, see me, see me, see me. I used to go to a grocery store, and then I usually went to, and 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 I would uh, go, just walk in a little bit, and then immediately walk out. And they, this was when they had like tons of people going in to meet me. And I would walk out. Once they all got in there, because I could see which ones were waiting in their cars, and then they would all come in at once and then leave. You know, and they get the money anyway, so you, you waste money, you waste their money. Hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Great. But my, um, you my, know, my, uh, my I noticed that... Um, 
I noticed that the um, let's see, V2K, they they didn't admit that exactly, but they said they were admitting that they could make sounds and apparently from midair, and it was basically V2K, and they said it would be uh, done or completed in three years. But they did that. They, they did that forty years ago. Exactly. But they now, they're, now they're admitting it. Yeah. Yeah, that's but now they're admitting it. Right. And I, I think that's a sign that that this thing is going to end, because if they're admitting it now, then they're kind of admitting it to the public, and that's an admission of guilt. And they do that when they want to. Uh, have the public process that and kind of ignore it then. Yeah. I've also noticed there are a lot of, um, um, I, okay, a lot of um, new products to to relax your muscles, to you think more clearly, to all, you know, these things that are, now they're all of a sudden coming out in a medical device. And I think that's the yeah. of what they've been doing, frankly. But a lot of a lot of devices have come out lately, and I think for that reason, you know, so they don't look like they're just harming us, you know. Mhm. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things they're doing to harm us. Yeah. Um, Hi, Linda. Yeah. Hi. This is uh, from Arizona. Sam. Yeah. I wanted to ask you. Yaya. What? Is Midge? No. Okay, I couldn't. I didn't get your name. Okay. okay, I wondered who who's doing the V2K calls tomorrow. There's like Lauren. A few of them that are getting on or something to discuss V2K. Right, right. That's Lauren, and her call is uh, posted on. I think most of those, you know, the calls that. Damn, where's Lauren's? I'll see if I can find Lauren's. Does anybody else know what Lauren's number is? Okay. Oh, okay. 144-771. I talked to you. 771? Uh-huh. Okay, got it. 144-771. Yes. Okay, great. Okay, good. Okay. You know... Yeah. Go ahead. I don't really have anything else. I was kind of hoping that maybe uh, since Trump is um, wanting our borders more secure and the National Guard and all that is going down from Arizona and uh, starting to watch the borders. They're putting more people down there. He wants 4,000 more down there and thought maybe some things would lighten up. I don't know. In what capacity? What? In what capacity were you thinking they might lighten up? You know, because I don't know how much this goes into the military. This stuff. And being that we are border state California and Arizona being one of them. You know, we've got Mexico and all that. He wants the wall built and yada, yada, yada. He's into 
sending out 4,000 from yeah. uh, the National Guard and stuff. So I don't know. I just uh, no. I I I hear that. I mean, I re- I mean, I, it doesn't feel very. We're not supposed to have army on our uh, land. They're not supposed to be operating on our land, um, except I think you said this is the, the Coast Guard. Is that right? No, the National Guard. National Guard, okay. Yeah, well, and they are doing it. Yeah, I saw it all day today. Yeah, that makes me nervous. How are they doing it? No, he's just calling for them. I don't know if he's going to take them out of Tucson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's going to pull it out of Phoenix, all of the above, what, you know. They may not know yet, but it could be just boots on the ground. I don't know, but he is. Well, we should focus on more things that would um, help our country instead of sidetracking us. That's my belief anyway. Yeah, I... uh, somewhat agree on that, but I think that every president wants to be known for something and I think he wants he's known to be known for, for the wall. Busy boy, isn't he? He's known for chaos. <laughs> he is, yeah. yeah. yeah he's our wall builder. I just don't want it to turn into the the military surrounding our country to keep us in. You know, that would scare me. Like we're captured here. Um, yeah, that, well, not as far as I know is to keep them out. And it was showing, um, you know, like busfuls of people coming in so far from, oh God, Honduras. And um, CNN did a big thing on it today. So Hmm? I don't know. And I think he wants to stop it. Well. Well, we hope whatever he's doing works. Yeah. You know? Whatever he's doing helps our country, you know. As long as wipe each other, other people out, you know? Okay, Mike, I'm back to you. PTSD. <laughs> PTSD. Mike, sometimes he has to take Sophie out. <clears throat> Maybe stepped away for a minute. Did Mike move to upstate New York? I don't. I don't know the difference between upstate and downstate. So I don't. Know. Does Luda you would know? Is Luda still here? Well, I consider it's not the city to be upstate. Maybe that's not true. Well, it's kind of. A He's actually. Um, He's in, oh, what can I say? Um, he's in Wyoming County, which is north of the Pennsylvania border. He's about uh, 60 miles southeast of me. And he's in the country. Well, I consider, you know, it's a small town. But he's trying to get back up where he was and where I met him. It was six miles from me. And he likes it much better there. And you just have to wait your turn to get into HUD housing. And it's a lovely area. It's called Audubon. And all the streets are named after birds, and there's lots of trails and lakes, and it's great for Sophie. So he's just waiting on the list to be called. And he's been waiting for, like, I don't know, maybe eight months now. So 
Um, he should be having his name come up soon, let's hope. And uh, last time I saw him, we had a picnic up on Lake Ontario. It was a lot of fun. We were out all day and outside and chasing a dog, and it was just fun. You know what I mean? You forget about all your aches and pains and all that's going around, and uh, you don't have perps chasing you out in the uh, wilderness. You know what I mean? They, they, they're staying closer to town. Any of that pony going on. So it, it was nice. It was very nice. So I hope to see him more often when he gets back up here. Yes. And he, he helps, I'm sure. And, I mean, I know that it would be more comfortable. Mike is a very secure person, you know, and having uh, him kind of close would make you feel safer, I would think. Right. Think so, he's a great. Huh? Yeah, he's Thomas. great with meters and all, and he can track down yeah. all these guys and Punch their lights out and smack them upside the snot box and get, uh-huh. get them all spinning. <laughs> yep. That would be good. Yeah. Where'd he go? I don't know. We just need a whole bunch of people to go out here to find all these people. But <clears throat> my my voice is giving out. It's starting to give out by this um. time. So I think we'll have to continue until next time for the rest of it. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's okay. But I just don't like to start. I start to sound like a cross between Charlie Brown and Winnie the Pooh after a certain point of the night. <laughs> <laughs> You're being a little hard on you, but okay. That's you know where I'm bad. going next that's week, Mike? Thing, though, Mike. Huh? That's you know where I'm going thing, next Yeah, well. You know where I'm going next week to Angelica for pancakes. You know, we're the I only crazy people on this pan- planet. You've got enough pancakes in there for me. Well, I'll tell you what happens is we drive two two mile or two hours. We eat pancakes for an hour, buckwheat pancakes and fresh pure maple syrup that's just come in now, and then Special we drive two, out, two hours out back in, home. Uh, in uh, rural New York, it's called Cartwrights. I think it's called right. Cartwrights. Right, Cartwrights. Yep, and they it seats two hundred and fifty people, and there's never a seat, and it's just a wonderful place. And then all the pancakes you can eat, and homemade sausage, and all that stuff. So it's it's just a real nice place, and I have to drive right past. Mikey's house, I think. What are you going to go on, 39 or 19? Route 19, maybe. You have to go down to 19 or something. I don't know. There. Some road in the mountains. You're asking me numbers? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky but, I get there. <laughs> but you know what? The, the, the thing is, I'm glad you can do that because people, I hope that people on the calls are doing something like that for, for Oh, I do something every day, Mike, every day. I think it's 19 we take. It probably is 19. You'll go right by my house. I know, <laughs> because uh, um, one that drives with us has to make a pit stop at the McDonald's in your town. If you go by the Dollar General, I'm three houses. I'm three houses down from the Dollar General. On the oh my God! I'll look for it. Look for the Dollar General. I'm three th- houses or four houses down. I'm 140. I'm 140 South Main Street, which is on. Well, you're right on the main drag. I'm right on Route 19. Yeah. Yeah. Route 19. And you're so close to Cartwrights. You should go there. I, I might do that, but, you know, I can out-eat them anytime. Oh, you uh, can sit there and eat pancakes all day long. I know that. You know, that's my problem. I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But, you know, the people that, the people that are having a, a hard time of it anyway, I'm glad they have each other like James and Donna. Yes. And, uh, for the, and I, you know, I'm really glad for anybody that has friends or, or, or uh, uh, acquaintances that are, are targeted. They can contact, uh, you know, anybody one-on-one because it is a big help you know and you know they you know they uh they focus their targeting on getting you you separated 
They try oh, to yeah. they do that. That's, that's right. Of course, that's going to be one of the goals. Sure, of course. I went through that tonight. Yeah, yeah it's 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 a ritual thing. They want to that's split you up from partners, split you up from your kids, split you up from your friends, split you up from anybody, so then they can isolate you and target you more easily. Yes. You know, they're being murdered on a lot of these days. Well, they eventually want you to kill yourself, so they try to isolate you so you're not having human contact. Or Well, that's not going to happen, so they're wasting their time on that one. Exactly. They can just, you know. Is Letty still here? Letty, are you here? Where'd Mike go? Hold it, what's the I got these perps coming in and out with these uh, gas canisters. It's really nice. They walk past me about three feet from me. (laughs) I wish I had a squirt gun. Yeah, I've got it. What did they do? Walk past you with gas canisters? Yeah, with uh, canisters full of gas that they're going to poison me with for all night long and all day tomorrow. They come every day with them. Take out the empties and bring the new ones in. Where do you think they put them? In in the two apartments above us, where where they're working out of, where they take up residence. They've been there for eight years. Well, I've been uh, yeah, I've been poisoned for ten years actually. So is it? Because they do chemical to me too. They do like a dry chemical that dissipates within, you know, I don't know, say a couple minutes. But I have to have fans going all the time because of that. Is that what they do to you? No, well, I get more of uh, oh, I, I get all kinds of things. Let's put it that way. Um, biochemical, what do you call biochemical warfare? I get uh, things that try to make you sick. I get benzene, chloroform, uh, pesticides, um, some cousin to sarin that's odorless. Uh, I've been through it all. On their test. So I just kind of see what works, huh? Yeah, yeah. that dry what? one is very bad. That dry one's horrible. Well, you know what? When it starts to smell, that's when we have a problem because I call 911 and I get the fire department here. I, I'm going to, you know what? And I tell them who, who I know it is because, you know what? We ain't playing that game. Yeah, well, I have to call the National Guard even though maybe they're involved. I don't care. <laughs> it's amazing how quick they start stop because they Oops, have to Luda, you're breaking up. Luda, you're breaking up. Okay. I'm out. Um, yeah. This week, I've been No, I still got to move around. Plastic zinc stuff over my skin. Say what? Um, well, Connie was talking about some kind of um, plastic stuff over your skin. Yes, I've got that. What is that? Are you talking about that? Biofilm. I mean, I've been getting uh, that. Biofilm? Is it biofilm? Yeah. Yeah. neighbor putting it on. They put it on the ground or, or on some surface and then use the weapon to get it on you. Oh, they mess with my, all my beverages. I get like energy drinks, sodas, what have you, and it has like a color code underneath the can. It's either like purple or blue or yellow and I look underneath my can I'm like okay we've got a blue today or whatever They it, and this is coming direct from like our local supermarkets yeah incredible 
Yeah. And they substitute it for something? Huh? It's usually it's acidic, and they do that to my water, too. My water, I buy bottled water. It's acidic. So these guys here usually are very young. They're young adults that do this because I see them. I have, like, the Denver Water Department chasing me around, following me around. You know, it's, like, gloating and saying, we're doing this to you, and amazing. Do you live near DU? Huh? Do you live near DU? Yes. Okay, that's why the University Street. I was just wondering. Yeah, I, uh, I'm actually like about six blocks west of DU, the DU area. Okay. So I do get all the college kids acting like a fool, and a lot of young adults. Very expensive SUVs and trucks that uh, gang stalk me. Gosh. That's incredible. It's, to me, it's hate. It's all hate. I just had a flip out moment on Facebook. I saw where Red Rocks is going to be redone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's like, incredible. Everything is beautiful. What you yeah, it's incredible apart. to watch a concert. They're just incredible. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, I know. Grew up there, but it's, it makes me sad to see them redo any part of it. Exactly. I, I leave it alone. Yeah, it says, well, for the weather. Well, you know, it's never been a problem really yet. Well, unless it's like, it's it's like the bricks or whatever are deteriorating or anything like that. The red rocks? No. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you in Denver also? Up. No, I grew up there. Oh, did I'm you? Born okay. in, I was born and raised in okay. Denver to Arvada. Okay. And then I used to hike all that. That's All the oh, rocks yeah. back up there have the dinosaur prints on them and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Colorado is beautiful. It, it's, it's amazing what God created here. Colorado yeah. is gorgeous. I mean. Garden of the Gods and, oh, God, there's, there's uh, what yeah. else is Even the wind, there? Colorado Springs is gorgeous, too. Mm. There's some beautiful, really parts, beautiful parts. I'm sure they're it's all over, too, you know. Yeah, Golden's pretty and Boulder and, you know, it's pretty up there. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful state. It really is. We've been really dry though, which kind of scares me because of the forest fires. And I like we don't need to have the California BS happening here. You know that you, know, you notice the trees in California. I know, but all over really are getting sick and dying. The leaves are falling off, and from the tops down. Well, I'm watch, I, I watch a lot of YouTube, and they're saying it's chemtrails. It's it, and everyone yeah, says you're you're crazy. I'm like, no, I'm not. I I've seen it my, for myself. I have chemtrails going to work. The chemtrails have killed the ozone layer, and and that's what used to keep the uh, UV light out. Now, it the UV I I think it's C or B is a thousand times over. What it used to be. Oh, I believe it. And I've watched a lot of uh, animals, mammals in the ocean. In the ocean, they're they're coming up and they're like thousands dead. It's like oh, you know, it's, it's in the water. What's that? 
Yeah, in the ocean, she says. Where? I didn't think she said. Yeah, it's, it's in the ocean. They were, I, was show, I was watching videos of that, and they showed pictures. I don't know how you can fabricate that or duplicate that, but we're seeing all these animals just dead on the beach, you know, just incredible. Yeah, that's dead zones or whatever. I've been I've been using that now lately to tell people so that it will kind of maybe, you know, hasten their wake up, waking up. Well, look in the sky. <laughs> it's not that hard. I mean, when you see jets going straight up, it's like, okay, maybe they're doing routines. But if they're going straight up with the chemical and they're trying to cover stuff, then, you know, something's going on because they're going, like, in the same spot over and over. Yeah. Where is this that the, the animals are coming up on the beaches? Yep, look it up on YouTube. I wish I had a site for you. I do watch the two preachers a lot, and they get videos from all over the world, and, I mean, all over the world. And they're, like, they're showing flooding that cars are just floating down the, and I think that has something to do with chemtrails. I could be wrong. But, you know, it it creates water, you know, weather-related stuff, the chemtrails do. But it's all over the world. The the two preachers, and they have, you know, like I said, cars floating down. And, you know, it was in the Philippines and Germany and France. I mean, it's all over. What two preachers? It's called the two preachers. The what? The two preachers. Oh. Yep, and I don't know how you can, you know, like I said, fabricate a, a flood and cars going down, you know, the, you know, I don't know how you can create a fake video is what I'm saying, but but watch it. It's happening all over the world, which is, yeah, you'd be amazed. I mean, go look at all their their videos. And they don't, you know, push religion or anything on you. They just say what's happening in you know, Milwaukee or something like that, or what's happening in France. And then they go right to it and they show the videos and what's happening in the Philippines. So if you put that in there, you'll find, you know, the videos that they show. Interesting. Very, very interesting. That's why I believe chemtrails are for real. Yeah, chemtrails, yeah. Yeah. I know what's in them and everything, you know. Yeah. Aluminum, barium, all kinds of good things that aren't good for us. See, and I think that's the same chemical that is put in our houses to uh, um, to, to target us because I get chemtrailed to work and chemtrailed back from work. And you can smell it. It's a thickness in the air. It's, it, and, and you can feel it, too. Well, it but, might be part of this... Um, toxic film that Connie talks about, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's what comes down within the chemtrails, I don't know, because they're getting that stuff on our skin somehow, you know? Yeah, and people are saying that too, you know, if you, Mm -hmm. I watch, uh, I also watch Matt Rogers, and um, he shows a lot of chemtrailing videos that people are turning in from all over the world, and he, they show the chemtrails on that also. So we might want to look at his stuff. Um, but he shows video after video after video. of. Uh, he has another agenda, which you'll you'll see, but uh, and that most people won't believe. 
but he um, does show the videos of the chemtrails a lot. I can tell you if you get that biofilm off your body. If you're still really not through that, you're really breaking up. Failure, you were soft crackle. Okay. We can hear you really well in the beginning. Yeah, you might want to try to call back or something. Sorry. How's that? Better? Yeah. Better? Talk a little more. Better? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, what I'm telling you people is I worked for about an hour tonight getting that biofilm off my body. And I learned in the past couple weeks, if you can remove that, which is not easy, you don't get targeted as bad. For some reason, no matter what they hit you with, it doesn't it doesn't hit you as bad. What is it? That look spreads like? that spreads whatever they're hitting you with. A microwave probably. All what, over what does the it place. look like? It, it makes your body uh, plastic. It looks shiny and plastic, and it's hard to come off because it adheres to your skin. How do you get it off? I tonight I used uh, a body wash with mint and ginger I got at Walmart mm-hmm. and Shea, and it's just a body wash, like seven dollars a big jug. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I used lime juice. Um, I uh, use tea tree soap only on my skin, as far as soap goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to keep working at it. Every day I work at this stuff. How do you think you're getting it? I get it on my face and I get it on my legs especially. Oh, no, I mean, how do you think they're dispersing it to you? Well, I'll tell you, my, my body's covered uh, 24-7 with heavy clothes because I'm up north and it's cold in my building and all. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. We have I have reason to believe maybe our bodies are producing it from smart dust that they're dumping on us from chemtrails and the perps dump it on through my apartment from the uh, ceiling above me. So they all dump and stuff on me. chemical in my house here that they disperse here. And they so, seem to target all the, the, the locations where I lay down. Because you know, then your your uh, your eyes... I'll break in. Hey, James wants to mention something, you guys. Uh-huh. And I wanted to find out if, uh, if you when people who get that that film does it feel like little drops are hitting your skin around that area? Does anybody know? I've had that? It covers such yes, a perfect yes. area. I mean, it's so solid everywhere. It's not just drops. It's really a a sheet. Like it's a it's a heavy plastic know, sheet but, on you. But see, I feel little drops, like a little maybe a cold brain. Yeah. And then after a while, I'll get that will form, and I believe that they're using the radar weapon to put it on me, and then maybe spreading it around. But my neighbor was putting stuff on the ground last week, or yeah, last week. And when what they do is they uh, different chemicals, and they can deposit it on your skin as though it were like a like rain, like like very fine droplets of rain, like a mist. Yeah, they can it's, do that. It's, it's particularly cold, right? It's very cold. Yeah, it, it seems cold, yeah. like drops of rain. Yeah. And then, I, and I, then they, I yeah. What it seems like to me is like little bumps, and then it gets very, it gets hard, like there's a, and it looks like there's a film over it, and then, uh, and and like there's bumps right there, and then I can take 
Uh, I took Tabasco sauce that I had. That really burns, but it, it does work. <laughs> and, um, and and Connie said Louisiana hot sauce, and probably that won't burn as much. Just, no, no, I no. I used that. It burnt. I won't use that anymore. It burnt my skin very badly. I can't use it. Oh, my really? skin is damaged from the microwave burns anyway, so I can't use that at all. Thank you. You know, I smell like, like when I was using the Tabasco sauce, they put microwaves on it to heat it up and make it burn worse. But if yeah. I put it on my hands, it's not so bad. That's why I use a lot of ice. I wear a lot of ice on my legs. I've got bungee cords and zip ties, and I've got like eight different kinds of ice things strapped onto my legs to keep them out okay. of there and to keep my legs cool. Yeah. Is, has, anyone heard, has anyone heard them actually using using an open microwave to microwave you? No, they have better. They have like? better things, more advanced. Well, you know, I, well, this one gal told me that they actually used an open microwave. I'm like, aren't they getting the microwave too? <laughs> yeah, no, that's not. No, that's not what's happening. No. Yeah, they're. And this was recent, so I don't know if these guys didn't have whatever, but I thought that was interesting. No, they have the most advanced, like the magnetron. That thing is really big and heavy, and it's a monster-looking thing. They've got the most advanced things over here where I am, let me tell you. Where are you at? It, I'm in western New York near the Canadian border at Niagara oh. Falls. Buffalo. And you've ac- you actually seen the uh, device? Yeah. Really? I didn't know Were that. they carrying it? or? No, it's very big and heavy. It weighs hundreds of pounds. Because wow. it, sounds like it might have its own generator to produce the microwave within it. They used to have one that had to be near a window because it had antennas, but now they have a more advanced one that's bigger and heavier, and um, that can be used anywhere. And they they tried it around up and down the hallways, and uh, nobody nobody pays any attention. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. Well, we're we've got a very we're in a very ignorant society right now. Jeez, if I saw something like that running past me, I'd wonder what the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Damn it! Oh, did, did your mouth get real dry when you're getting hit with serious microwaves? Oh, absolutely. Your whole body does, and you can get very constipated. So keep eating lots of asparagus and lots of healthy stuff because it can yeah. just dry your whole insides out. Oh, your throat, especially. I walk around with a bottle of uh, water in my pocket at all times because they make me yeah. choke. So if you don't have water to drink, you can really get in a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the same thing. One thing they're doing to me um, is um, irradiating my my midsection, my colon. I believe they got a a feces sample. And don't don't let them do that because they can uh, do a whole lot more, more bad stuff with if they get your DNA from your colon. They get your DNA. Oh, they've already got it. Forget that. What I do before I use the John, I use a different John all the time. I go all over the place. I never use the same John twice in a day. But I, in my own apartment, I have a big jug of uh, lemon ammonia, and I dump a glug of that, use the John, dump another glug, uh, put lots of papers, maybe some bleach. So I, just, I destroy everything by the time you flush it. My, my potty's always really nice and clean. But I suggest everybody to dump something in there to mess up so that they can't do anything with samples because they're trying all the time. They have a way to 
uh, do that. I know they do. So you think they're collecting crap? <laughs> <laughs> they are, and urine, absolutely. And Moody is their in-house expert. Tell us how to stay healthy, my friends. <laughs> well, I think the, the first the, the first step is uh, mental. If you're if you're, I've never been depressed a day in my life. There's not, I don't have time for so many things. People dwell on the wrong things. I don't give a lot of things big space in my mind. I have so many important things that need to be done. My time is limited. My life is fragile. One of these days I'm not going to be here. So I'm busy writing. I'm busy going here, going there, seeing this, visiting people. I'm always on the go during the Good day. Good for you. So that's the first thing. Then you have to supplement properly. And that's a whole other program. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's those two things. And then you've got a shield. I don't have money to buy all kinds of wonderful magnets and all. I use I use the cardboard, the uh, sheet metal from Home Depot, the cookie sheets, uh, the copper uh, frying pans. I use all the stuff that I have in my house, lots of jugs of water, ceramics, glass, all this other stuff. And it seems to work for me. It really does. You just have to be very commonsensical. Think of everything possible to just live another day. I live hour by hour. But I think it's a lot of mental attitude, too. You have to stay strong, because if your mental is strong, then your physical will stay stronger longer, too. Yeah, plus you can focus, you know, on, like you said, armor or whatever or what have you. Yeah, I do a lot of shielding, and and then I do a lot of supplementation. Um, I eat very healthy. I, I live in, in the country, and um, in the summer everything's organic, and I know all the farmers, and they're always sending me over baskets of this and baskets of that. So um, it works out good, and my best friend's uh, whole family are farmers, so we're always out in the country in the summertime. Nice. Always picnicking and always horseback riding and all kinds of crazy nonsense. So, you know, it's harder to hit a moving target than it is one sitting, waiting to be hit and tortured. Yeah, But just exactly. think, keep moving. Don't just, when you're getting tortured, get out of the b- building, get out of the room. Don't just sit there. They'll kill you. Move. That's true. And I don't sleep, so I don't lay down in a bed. That's one problem. I just sit up and uh, put my head on a table and take a cat nap every maybe six or eight hours for half an hour or something. That's all I'm allowed to sleep. I'm purposely sleep deprived. So um, my life's going by much faster than yours. Is it? Is <laughs> it that you don't need that much sleep, or is it, or because you're I always, don't, well, you're no, uh, always moving? I would or? like to. I would like. I don't need a lot of sleep, but I would like to sleep more. Um, but I can't. They keep my body so electrified. Uh, my whole central nervous system and all my nerves of my body that there's no way a person could sleep. And um, I'm afraid to sleep because uh, they've done such terrible mutilation of my body remotely mm-hmm. that uh, it's it's been horrible with uh, microwaves and lasers while I've been knocked unconscious. So I don't need any more of that shenanigans either. So I'll just play their game and I'll just stay awake all the time. That's all. I don't want to sleep. And first of all, another thing, I had an opportunity to sleep. We went to Outer Banks for a week down in North Carolina. I had the most beautiful place staying out of this huge mansion on the ocean, uh, decks all over the place. I don't know how to sleep. I laid down, I don't know, 50 times a night. I could not sleep because I don't. I have to learn how to sleep again. I don't know how to sleep in the bed. Uh-huh. So my life's very different than most people. 
Yes. Luda? Yes. Um, I understand that whole thing. That's that's keeping me mind-controlled and keeping me controlled the way I live and stuff, where I, where I go. Um, but they're doing it through frequencies a lot. Right. Not to not a, not to include all the torturous things that they do, but the frequencies are very very apparent and they're always usually always there. Um, is that what's keeping you awake? I think so. Yes, and you know um, they're they're doing very insidious, horrible things. The guys working on my plan are uh, sexually orientated. The way they mutilated me so they could make me pee at their will, uh, usually when there were a lot of people around, I'll fix their little red wagons. You just watch me because I'll straighten that all out, and I'll get it straightened out surgically and get everything fixed. But the whole thing is a nightmare, and this is men with minds that are so satanic and demonic and sadistic and wicked and evil. Why would they do that to an older woman? I mean, I'm... Give me a break. <laughs> very, very twisted. Very well, twisted. Luda, you've been, you're saying that they're making you go to the bathroom more, right? Well, they know. what. It's not more. It's when they only, you know, it's no more. It's just like when I'm around a crowd of people, the way they mutilated me, uh, they have total access to my genital area, and they can do that instantly. That, you know, oh, yeah, unless I, unless I wear shielding, I have to wear shielding down there. I use Linkstat and all kinds of stuff I make because um, that's horrible. That's embarrassing. That's horrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Just don't ask for the just any well, urologist. Uh, you'll see horrible. <laughs> I heard that when somebody said on the calls the other night that uh, when you walk in front of the water pipes, that there is a way that they can access you that way. And I've noticed that when I'm at my kitchen sink or at the at the bathroom sink, I have a lot of that. I go out in public, I'm fine. Yeah, they, they constantly, the minute you walk into your bathroom, they constantly run to be over your head. You go by the kitchen sink, they constantly run to be over your head. You go by your desk in the living room, they constantly got to be right there. You know, so I just don't, I don't live in my apartment. Like now I'm out in the lobby, I'll be in the community room, I'll be everywhere. I, you know, they walked up with all this poison. All You think I'm going to go in there and breathe that tonight? No, not over your dead body, I won't. Well, they do use the water pipes because I do see, like, I went in under underneath my house. Well, not underneath my house, but I opened up drywall, and I've actually seen where the, where the, where the water pipes run, and I can see the, where the, and I can see that the chemical is coming from the, that area. So it is the water pipes they use. And most well, of our water is also contaminated. When, Don't forget that. Like shower water is, you know, is, mine is very contaminated. Mine's greasy. That's exactly what it is. It's contamination. I don't use it. So what I use is gallons of water. You should see me. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have. I feel like I'm Girl Scouting. I'm camping again the way I have to survive to stay. I used to t- pride myself in taking a wonderful shower, take my time every day. You know, I, it was my time. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. Um, but I use all bottled water and distilled water and everything to to uh, cook, to make tea, to to Debate. shower, to do everything. I don't use any of that crappy water. Nope. Yeah. Plus, it'll rest can you your hair. Tell me, can you tell me what you think of this? When I was staying with my best friend, uh, 
I was laying on the floor between her um, desk, her little office, and her kitchen because I tried every piece of furniture that she had and it was not working. And at 3.30 in the morning, this guy that lived next door, he was ramming a pipe underneath her mobile home where I was sleeping on the floor at about 3.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Does anybody have an idea about what he was doing? I know I hear him climbing on the roof sometime when I'm at different places. They climb on the roof. They pound on the roof. They, I think that's so that they can set up something so the satellite hooks up better to Yeah, them. they put sensors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with what the do you pipe, think you know, that God only knows. underneath there? Do you, is, something to yeah. make it more easy to access you. That's what I think everything is for. Something to make it more easy to access us. Well, yeah, because like the water pipes, they uh, utilize that. And I don't know how they can do it, because they can do it from room to room. One room will be clear, and if I go in there, then it starts up. So they have some way to remotely turn it on or whatever their their chemical right. is. Right, and they have holes because I've heard them drill and pound and everything, and uh, your boiler system or your heater, your cooler, your chiller, whatever. When that motor comes on, you've got to better believe there's stuff coming into your living room or wherever it's on. Fans, there's stuff coming into through your fans. It's everything that moves, there's stuff coming. Right, and they're in the walls. I know they, they, they're in the walls with cameras or whatever and what have you. How do you think that they get stuff up through your pipes? Like in the bath or in the bathroom or the shower or wherever. I think, I think they're, when they're already there. there. They go the in and they do anything they want. They and use the they water pound pipe. from the apartment above me through the, between the walls. They put tanks in between the walls to fill them up with poison. So when, if I were to go to use the shower, they would flip on that poison to come in with my water, that greasy stuff which Linda was talking about. Oh, man. Well, does anyone use a thermal uh, therm a thermal uh, heat app? Because those are really good. You just get them off your cell phone, and they're free. What are they? They're just they can see the basically they can see any kind of heat, so you can see like the energy coming through wherever. They don't like oh, that. Where where do you get that? You just go. I got. Put thermal heat or thermal imaging is, is, but actually I just put thermal in and it'll bring up the app on your phone and you can pick which one you want and they're free. Well, that doesn't really, what does that do? Um, You see the energy, any kind of heat related thing. It could be, and they say to look for stuff that normally you wouldn't see. You know, if you look at something and then you see, you know, like like I've seen like pools, pools of energy like swarming. It's it's interesting to watch, and I've seen that up in my uh, towards my ceiling, and they're not there anymore because I took pictures of it. So they must have taken that part out or whatever. But they were these pools of energy that were just like swarming puddles. It was it was interesting to see, and I don't you know get one of those apps that, and you know you kind of play with it and see what you they do probably sure have the capability of shutting it off when they know you're turning that on so just know that 
Okay. I've also I've also had a my house is an old old house and I had uh, radio frequency metallic uh, like labels. Uh, I had one in my mirror put on there, and I had one some on my heater put on there. Um, I kind of figured out that they do stuff in my vents as far as Bluetooth or hearing devices or whatever. Um, they really hate me because I figured out a lot of their stuff. Keep it up. Well, <laughs> should I go on? <laughs> and I do know, well, you already know that we are all targeted by satellite. I mean, for them to know where we're at, you know, if we're on top of a mountain or whatever, um, and them them to be so precise at hitting different parts of your body that has to be a laser. I have drones following me. When I get off work, there's one flying across the, you know, at 1 o'clock in the morning because I work 4 to midnight, and drones going across, you know, the street. I'm like, uh, okay, that ain't a kid playing with his drone. <laughs> <laughs> You should photograph it. Yeah, exactly. It's a, yeah, I had one in my backyard, too. At, you know, and every time I go in my backyard, I have my own little airplane going across back and forth. It's the same plane. Can you see I, it? Huh? Can you see it? With the airplane? Yeah, the, well, no, the drone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can see it. Donna and I can't see them up here in Oregon, but we know they're there. They They put the lights on at night. And um, if I shine a, a laser pointer up, they'll move really fast, or they'll you know, go that's up. That's a great idea. Yeah, great idea. Laser, laser pointers from China, and they're very strong. And they they shine those. They've shine. They have lasers, and they shine theirs down uh, to hit mine. Oh, they didn't oh, like wow. it. Huh. You're kidding. You can see uh, during the day, you can't see them. One time, they brought it near us and and it took off right near us but usually we notice that there's two drones well at least i know i notice two drones following us one for donna and one for me and sometimes they stick both of them on me they, I, I thought they, of that yeah they uh well i use my phone as a has a meter that i you know it's software that you download and that works for me i don't know why other people haven't gotten um, gotten this, but maybe some have, but most haven't. And I can tell the direction of it. I can tell, like, if it's a drone, I can tell where in the sky it is. Boy, tonight's a busy night for perps. I got them calling out all over, all over the building. Well, probably because we're on the phone. Cause that's, I like it. That's there. <laughs> yeah, I just had to comment on that. <laughs> I get so much attention. I even, I even, I even wonder when, when I go to my door and I don't see anybody. I was like, "Where are you? Hello, <laughs> I feel lonely." Oh my God, it's incredible. What James? I what said, Melinda, they were she turned off all her lights, and they, and a whole bunch of them ran out of the apartment. And they ran into the hall. What happened? Melinda said she turned off all her electricity, and um, she said fifteen of them. Ran outside. Yeah, that's how you why you know they're all in your electricity. They need power. Yeah, but it was her electricity. Oh, I thought she said she turned it off in her apartment. Yeah, in her apartment and other yeah. people 
ran outside. Their equipment probably didn't work, James. Yeah, they need yeah, power. Be... And they need they need the power. Maybe they're siphoning it off. Hurry. That's right. Exactly. I think that's what she was saying. No. Yeah, that would be a good way it's to find out. It's such a bunch of foolishness. It isn't even funny. Mm-hmm. It is. You're breaking up. Yeah, I can hear that. Now you sound much clearer, James. That's so weird. Yeah, you see, they turned the they turned the muffle filter off. Yeah, they did. You're real right now. Yeah, that that's a known tactic of, um, especially when you have an important phone call. There goes the blurry phone call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of the stuff I I don't put up with because I. I know they're hacked into my computer all the time, and I have two computers, which kind of confuses them. And uh, so, if I if I start getting slowed down on one, I'll go to the other one. And it seems to me that they uh, they know they can uh, do by the page. Like when you go to a new page, does anybody notice that when you go, you try to open up a new window with say YouTube? Or you try to open up a new YouTube video that it totally stops or the video won't even work at the yeah. first time. Yeah, and you it, have it to... goes into like a stall, like it's trying to grab yeah, it and it goes into a circle it. or whatever. Yes, you have to refresh yeah. it. Well, I think what they're doing is just putting your thing on hold so they get a chance to look at it before you get it because they, I don't know, have to monitor everything you see before you see it. That's perfectly right, James. Yes. So um, try to open up uh, different windows, like Windows, uh, Internet Explorer, Fox, Firefox, and Chrome, and um, um, Tor browser. Really give them a workout. Yep, and I think they mess with the cookies, on, you know, on your... I think that's why I can't upload anything on YouTube because I've tried to put videos on there. So um, it goes like into that little tailspin of, you know, you, it, it yeah. Goes, yeah, it, it does that, that way, to me all the time. No, that's, that's them. Uh, they put it on hold, like, like I said. They put it on hold so they can see what you're watching before you watch it. And they they want to see what you're sending. Right. When you push and turn, they want to see what you're sending so that – it, it always goes into a hold thing. That's why everything is is uh, late, you know. And one thing Delayed. you can do to stir them up is get get a faster internet. Get the you don't get the fastest one, but get one that's faster than the one you've got. And then then when it's not instantaneous, which it won't be, then complain to the you know provider whatever, whatever your provider is. Complain to them and say, well, it's not. And then and then make make a little video of your own and show them why it's not faster because when you after you hit enter it doesn't come back for a long time. That's a good idea. Do you hear when your computer revs up a little bit like the fans go faster? That's when they, yeah. they that's when they're in your computer and they have control of it. I'll tell you that right now. I've tested that quite a few times. Kind of like my car cuz I know they they mess up my car. I mean, I could all of a sudden I'm driving and I, you know, my car sounds normal, but as soon as I pull up, there's all these little perps around me. All of a sudden, my my idle or something just idles funny. Just 
and it don't happen all the time. You know, when I'm by myself, I'm good. But you know what? When I'm by a bunch of cars, all of a sudden, it starts, you know, like kind of revving up or making some. Just, it right. just sounds different. They have to. Well, I gotta tell you something about about the computers. You could go into safe mode with networking, and you can you can do anything for however long you want, and they can't get in there. They can't remote into it. The only thing you can't do is d- listen to music or the sound in a video. But if you were just typing, then you can uh, you can type all you want, go to websites. They can't get in. So do you think I've, they're on our IP address? Or do you think they got spyware? Yeah. Or do you think they're using some kind of frequency jammer or all of the above? <laughs> they have root kits, and they come in with their own programs. I've got two of every program running on my computer. When I run one, they run theirs, and they interfere with mine. And I can hear the double talk on, on them because all my everything is voice synthesized on my computer. It's a it's a nightmare. It really is. But I, I'm getting used to it. I just... You know, deal with it. I have a, a potential uh, fix for that. There's um, companies that make image imaging uh, software, so you can re-image your drive onto. You know, I don't know if you remember when you first got your computer. It was imaged onto a small partition, and then you restored it, and then answered a bunch of questions. Well, there's there's at least one company, but you could. Uh, there's other ways to do it. Um, it's called Deep Freeze, and you can re-image the computer every time you boot it up so that um, if they do anything, it completely redoes it back to scratch so that uh, so that they have to redo it every time. And That's and complicated for most of us, James. You're you're brilliant. <laughs> I could never do no, that. I, I already I would have I done admit it. it. They really slow me down, so, uh, you know, it's... It's just tough to even eat breakfast sometimes in the morning. So I got to tell you about this perp that was just down here. You really need to know this. When right She's now, on uh, this perp that was down here in a, a wheel, what do you call a power chair? She can't walk. She's got COPD. She's on oxygen twenty four seven, and she's got the biggest magnetron you can believe in her apartment. And she comes down here. You know, they send her down to spy on me you know, see where I am and what I'm wearing and, you know, what glasses I have on. And she probably takes quite a few pictures of me, but that's okay. But every night she comes down, every night. And, you know, the woman that uh, was in the apartment had the same problem with COBD, um, oxygen, and she died because of these weapons. I'm very sure of it. So this one's doing the same stupid thing. I mean, how can these people be so nuts to be? These people don't shield for, um, for nothing with those, with so those you guns think and her, all. her using it on you, or you know what I mean, that she's subjecting herself to it also? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. There's yeah, she, she won't live long. Well, Plus she's got 50 smart meters across the hall from her in a room. I don't have to worry about her have, being around uh, long. A lot of cops have filed lawsuits for getting cancer on the same side, the same chest area, where they hold their radar guns. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So the fact that this is dangerous is becoming more and more and more well-known. I'm sorry, Lou, didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, but it's it's really comical. They'll do anything for money. Of course, she's you know, uh, p- pays rent on her apartment, and she gets a lot of money from whosoever, 
using the magnetrons and the guys in and out. And I mean, any time of day or night, and they're noisy. I mean, they're banging around and dropping things. How the heck, I mean, you pay rent for a decent apartment, you got all this chaos going on 24-7. I can't imagine how idiotic and moronic some people are. It just it just amazes me. Well, that's not very smart to subject themselves to it, you know. Sure. There's no shielding. These people, they don't know to shield, and they're not given any shielding by their bosses. No, no way. Like, and they're probably not told either. No. Luda. Incredible. Yeah. Luda, can you hear me? Pardon? Can you hear me? Um, yeah, I've, my phone is... Go ahead, talk. Luda, the same thing you have in your house, I have in my house. At least you have a lobby you can go to. I don't have a lobby I can go to. They're in every room, banging against the walls, running back and forth. And like you said, when you go to the bathroom, they're right on top of you. Yep. Right on top of you. It's oh, like... Oh, my God. I just, it's horrible. So my question was to this... I thought that was Mike, but I don't know if it was Mike or James. My question is, if when these when when we not when but yeah when we expose these people, landlords have to know what's going on. So they must have rented this apartment for them to do this. So they they're gonna be exposed too. Am I correct? No, they don't believe me. The the the, the building manager thinks I'm crazy. She won't even. She said if you come here once more, you're gonna be evicted because you're gonna have everybody crazy around here and 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 afraid. So I can't say a word to anybody, but they don't believe that anything's going on here because they do everything under the cloak of darkness. Right. In and out right. of the building and all. Right. So right. one girl told me that they have, like, rented, like, a community apartment, and she sees different people going in and out of it, and she knows that. Yeah, we have, uh, that, they've got one of those here for, for me, too. There's there's nine people involved to keep me under wraps in this part. Nine people to control me. Can you imagine what they're paid? Nine people? Wow. <laughs> they have unlimited funds. Our American dollars. Whew. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, with all all the, what they're doing, they're still not succeeding. They're sl- still slaves to their devices and machines and magnetrons. I'm going out and I'm living a good life. Hey, right. Good you. Exactly. They're living I'm- your life, but... You know. Hey Linda. Hey, yeah, I can op- hey you. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I can open it any time if you need me to. Okay, how about nine thirty? Okay, and uh, I that's like you. is that like thirty minutes from now? Uh huh. Okay. A little less. Yeah, about twenty five. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, let's put your call number in the in the chat. Okay. Can. Can you do that? There you go. What, okay, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan's call is going to start in about a half hour, and it's at one two five four seven two. Very casual, comfortable call. You'll enjoy it. But I, I don't, I can't believe Luda. You said you don't sleep at all, Luda. I, uh, no, I, I sleep probably between uh, an hour and a half and two hours a day, but it's split up. It's maybe a half an hour here and 20 minutes there, and 
It's nothing, you know, it's not like four hours in a row. I've, I haven't done that in 10 years. Oh, my God. How, how are you standing up? Um, you get used to it. You know, believe it or not, it's a way of life for me. And uh, I don't know any other way to live right now. I, I've had the opportunity to sleep normally, and I don't know how to sleep. Oh, God, that's just so messed up, you know? I know. I don't have any days or nights. It's always one thing. It's, you know, a day-night situation. I don't, I don't, my body doesn't know day or night because it's always awake. Yeah, I was asking on Ryan in them call last night, like, how do I sleep? Because they keep vibrating my bed. How do I sleep? They say, get out the bed. Um, to, you yeah, know, sleep on the get, floor. Yeah, but they, well, they're going to burn my body on the floor if they burn my feet when I'm standing up washing dishes, ain't they? Yeah, but I would do something to, um, I'll tell you one good thing that I've, I've, I believe if I had the ability to sleep is I'd have a leather couch. I think leather's a really good thing. I, I wear leather hats. I do do as much with leather that I can. And I think if you had a couch or a chair that was leather, I think this is a good protective for defense. So I would oh. sleep on leather, and I would build um, out of cardboard over the top kind of a canopy maybe with six or eight layers of super tinfoil. There's heavy duty, but there's one called super, and it's twice as thick as heavy duty. It's hard yeah. to find, but it's really good. And I yeah. would build a thing over a, a leather couch, and I think I'd, I'd get my best shot at that if I was going to try that. Right. This is unbelievable. You can't sleep in your bed. You can't even, like, I'm sitting at my dining room table right now. They will wave my back from where I'm sitting at right now. Like, what is what? what is that? See, this is the point. I, I walk around. I've got two things with me now, big pieces of sheet metal. And they're in cardboard, and I got one on my back and one on my in front of my legs, so they can't burn my front of my legs, and they can't do anything through my back. But you got to keep thinking ahead of them. And I walk around with a lot of shielding all day long. I wear two leather hats and another cotton one in in in, in underneath that, and in between there, I've got uh, ten layers of Linkstat and all kinds of other stuff. I mean, I'm so shielded all the time because I'm trying to protect my head and my heart. That's the two things you've got to really protect. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Your eyes. And your, your eyes. eyes. Right. Eyes. Your eyes. I got those goggles yeah. on. I wear those goggles all the time, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Infrared uh, laser protective uh, welder's goggles. It's the same. It's the same. It's so sad for the... It's sad. This is... Something has to happen. Something has to happen. Mm-hmm. And it costs a lot of money to to always be having to buy things. You know, even like exactly. uh, Dave Case's head headset. Um, I go through one of those a month because I wear it under two pilots' hats now, and uh, it gets deformed and it gets broken and every other doggone thing. So I'm always replacing things. So all this mm-hmm. stuff costs money. And then what they steal. I mean, I even had my vacuum cleaner stolen at one point. I mean, give me a break, you know. Just, they just it's ruined crazy. Mine. They just ruined all of mine. My my the one I just bought has been ruined. Every yeah. house I've lived in, they go after yeah. my bed. They go after things yeah. that I clean with, you know. Mm-hmm. Like difficult. They, um, they destroy my microwave. Everything I buy that run <laughs> by battery, they stop it. They make that stop automatically. They destroy everything. 
I know, and it costs money to keep replacing these things, even clothes, you know, like uh, I went to put on, I'm a knitter, and I've knitted some beautiful hat scarves and mitten sets for the winter because it's cold, Ram. It's it's, uh, 12 degrees out or something, 15 degrees here. And um, I went to pick out, get my box out of the closet. Eh, It was empty. They took every last pair of hats. Scarves, mittens, every leather, leather gloves, everything I own. I do have a bear hat. It looks like barriers. <laughs> I wear that everywhere. I look like a bear, and it's really warm. And um, I put that on my head with my ears, and off I go. But that's the only hat I have left because everything I've knitted, they've stolen. That's and it crazy. took me ten years to knit this stuff. I got it. They've stolen interesting things from me, like. And I can't find some of the left shoes. They they take the left shoe. One shoe? One shoe. Exactly. One shoe. I have yeah. five, five pairs of tennis shoes early down in Manhattan Beach. All five of them. The left shoe was gone. Now, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> yeah. take yeah. them anywhere. I'm sorry. I'm laughing, you know? but it is. I know. <laughs> Linda. Yeah. Linda, my, my Ugg boot is missing, too. I had two Ugg boots. only got one Ugg. <laughs> yes. Yes. You like to say just just to let you know you used to have both of them, you know, when you when you, yeah. you know you live anywhere. <laughs> you should put a bomb in one of them. Exactly. I'd like to know where they put all my stuff. Do they did they open a department store? Or where is all my stuff? <laughs> You're getting choppy again. Okay. <laughs> I had to sit down. I'm tired of standing. They're very well, busy tonight, following you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hiking yeah. the hiking the halls here. But, you know, I, I'm wondering, it must be tax-free department store shopping somewhere to buy stuff. Oh, okay. oh you get you you got it staticky. Yeah, you got you're, I know, but I can't. I can't. It's my my body's so tired right now, I can't stand up much. So I, I'll probably just listen now. How's that? Okay, hon. <laughs> well, thank you for contributing. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I try to give you some laughs every night. Yeah, I appreciate it. Patrick, thank we, you. We appreciated that laugh. <laughs> what? What? I didn't hear that. I said we okay. appreciated that laugh. Yeah. Yes. I love Lou's laugh. Does it? <laughs> we need that laugh sometimes. I'm telling you. All of us we going need to laugh. the same exact thing. All of them. The collector's item, I think it's I, uh, A1. We can hear you guys. You're, you're not oh, either, sure. Jane. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know. Okay, I'm going to read a little bit about healthy supplements, things to keep okay. us healthy. Although my mouth is so dry. Boy, am I getting hit. Hold on. Get some water. Mm-hmm. Clever, clever time to hit me, right? In the mouth. Okay. Yeah. This is a, first of all, this guy uh, has cured himself from cancer that he felt he got from the frequencies. And um, he's got a very good site. Dr. Duncan did look at this site when I, on my very first call. And he said, no, it's, a, it's an excellent site, good information. So I do believe it's not just some guy on the, doing a blog online. It is um, a good source for healthy things. I would say healthy with all these attacks, and he's got a lot of them. Um, okay, I'm just going to go into a few of these. 
Iodine is the most important supplement to help protect against the damage of all types of radiation and helps repair the damage after exposure. The main reason iodine protects, I didn't know this, protects against EMF damage is the support it gives the thyroid, which gives EMF protection. I didn't know that thyroid gave us EMF protection, and the interesting thing is my thyroid took a serious, serious down. I mean, it just went down to nothing after I started getting hit by these frequencies. So who knows? But anyway, iodine is, is important. It ensures prog- programmed cell death of damaged and deceased cells. Cancer cells shrink when I- given iodine. Iodine helps remove heavy metals, which we all know we get subjected to, um, some other radiation damage, and has protective effect on brain tissue. In order to properly utilize iodine, take selenium, magnesium, and vitamin C with it. The um, most effective iodine I found to help my EMF hypersensitivity and to protect from EMF exposure is Lugol's iodine, spirulina. Um, having electromagnetic sensitivity, I have found a strong protection effect, protective effect of taking spirulina on a daily basis, and especially before I go into a, an environmental EMF radiation areas. Provides cell protection and proper bone marrow functioning, include including production of red blood cells. Red blood cells are destroyed by EMF radiation. Um, It provides carotenes that protect against cancer cell generations. Spirulina is a whole food, so you need to consult at least the recommended serving amount or more for best protection from EMF. I can't see very well tonight. I'm sorry if I'm having a little trouble. Noni. Noni has stabilized iridoids, which are powerful adaptogens. This plant enhances the overall ability of the body to adapt to the stress of the electromagnetic radiation by targeting and correcting imbalances before bodily systems are affected. Strengthens immune systems helps maintain a healthy heart. EMF radiation is known to damage the heart. Um, It helps protect the DNA damage. Even wireless EMF is known to damage the DNA. Detoxes damaged cells and and assists proper functioning of limb. This product... Oh, my mouth. I'm sorry, you guys. Whoa. Okay. Um, detox is damage. This product had the most powerful effect of all supplements in supporting his his body when he had cancer. Okay, this is as we all know the frequencies we are concerned about them causing cancer, and that's mainly what this guy focuses on. So I think it's really valuable, and I have all of these. Um, okay, he goes on to curcumin, which um, well, okay. Neutralizes free radicals, which protect against cell damage. Protects from detrimental effects of radiation, 
by regulating cell division. Also reduces the inflammation caused by radiation, prevents and eliminates plaque in the brain associated with Alzheimer's and can be caused from EMF radiation exposure. This stuff can get us. We do need to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Vitamin B6 um, helps rebuild neurotransmitters in the brain, which have been damaged by radiation and so much more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Algin detoxes the body mm-hmm. from ionizing radiation like, I don't know what that is, strontium 90 cesium-137, along with blocking their absorption, and also detoxes heavy metals like mercury from the body, which magnifies EMF radiation, which is something we all really need to... I heard this in the beginning, and I do believe it, that the, the metals that we are putting in our bodies, some from the chemtrails, a lot of aluminum up there, um, and other heavy metals, um, they once once we absorb them, they do attract the electromagnetic frequencies to us. And there's a lot of talk about baths, detoxifying baths, that include mm-hmm. Epsom salts and a number of other products that can actually get this stuff out of your body, and, mm-hmm. and as he says mm-hmm. in this situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, melatonin. I don't know if I take melatonin every night. Um, its production is decreased by exposure to EMFs, probably second most important supplement. Sorry, consideration for for protect from EMF next to iodine. New study shows it helps reverse damage to brain neurons caused by EMF exposure. Necessary for good sleep regulates gonadal hormones, moods, behaviors, key component of immune system, regulates internal clock, and has direct effect on the growth of breast, prostate, and colon cancers. Take only at night. But apparently this helps protect us from cancer too. Tryptophan. Extra is needed with the increased EMF exposure, a precursor of melatonin and serotonin thus restoring these hormones destroyed by EMF exposure has a calming effect and supports deep sleep. Okay. That's if if my mouth wasn't so dry I would I would read more about the uh, minerals but I'll just well, I'll read them next time. But look okay, I want to put this in the in the chat room. The name of the site is bestemfhelp.com. Okay, and you, it'll take you, it should take you here. Um, come on, guys. I'm going to put this in the chat room. It's a very good health guide, you know. Mm-hmm. Where are you? <laughs> okay, here we go. If anybody wants them, they're in the, they're in the chat room. Boy, I cannot talk, you guys. Um, my mouth is too dry. It's horrible. Um, so I'm going to tell you that Ryan's room is open, okay? Okay. And he's a good guy. You'll enjoy his call. Did y'all get his get his room number? Mm-hmm. Not you did. Yeah. Well, okay, his, guys. Yep, yeah, I got it's, it. Good. Okay. One two five four seven two. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
All right, you guys. Hey, thank you for coming. I'm sorry I, I can't talk tonight. I wish, you know, it would be much better if I could talk. Um, anyway, thanks for coming, you guys. I appreciate it. Oh. See you over oh. at Ryan's. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye-bye.